Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike, where we share tips, tricks and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more. So with all that said, let me hand you over to your hosts. The Triumph Hunting Titan Night Demon, the Pink Panted Pansy Furoti, and your Hunter Master Ranger, Mr. No One Responds in Real Life! You guys had a good week then? No. Uh, I've had a week. It's it's not been overly bad, I'll give it that. Bungie had a good week, didn't they? Bungie yeah. gave us... They had a busy week. They did, and it was like, you know, we're going to give you this huge twab last week. And guess what, guys? Next week's twab, it's not going to be that big. <laughs> but you know what we're going to do beforehand? Give you we're going to give you a Vidoc. <laughs> we're going to give you a miniature twab on the update to Void 3.0. And then we're going to give you a twab. And, and we're, we're also going to go give you an, on... interna- an interactive trailer just, just to oh, put, yeah. the, put the cake on top to be like, I see. With that thing. I was like, I ain't got the time for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I watch it. I mean, well, the Vidoc, I, I, I ripped it. Actually, I ripped it to Plex and put it on because I was like, I, I don't know. Because I was like, I'm usually there like hour long Vidocs. And I was like, okay. I, I pulled you up. I was like, oh, Plex. oh, 13 minutes. I was like, oh, 13 minutes isn't bad at all. Yeah, there's a lot of YouTube that I, um, I use YouTube DL and rip it locally. Yeah. So I never have to watch ads and it'll keep track of where I am. And it's just a much better experience than trying to deal with YouTube. Deciding yeah. I want to watch things in 240 randomly. <laughs> yeah, I love it when it does that. And then we also, to top the week off, we had the Bungie developers going on the Destiny Community Podcast, DCP, and giving a bit more explanation on what the Void 3.0 update is. And guess what, guys? What I've got you guys? covered. I've got you covered for the <gasps> whole thing. You know, I've taken notes. I've written things down. We're going to go through things. Well, screenshot by screenshot by screenshot. This week is going to be an epic long. You thought last week was epically long. Respawn fell asleep halfway through last week. Did I? This week, he's going to be asleep. He's going to wake up, have breakfast and come back. It's that long. Well, see, I, I totally understand. Listening to uh, the Massive Breakdown this week, I understand why you have the inside information. Deacon is one of their sponsors. So now, now it all makes sense. I, I hear that every week, and I go, "That's not one deacon." Although are you, I hope are, not. Are Are you sure? I hope she. Are yeah, you sure? Has, has she been another has, podcast? Has, yeah, yeah. Has she been playing the long game of giving you all the grief about your show and Destiny, while secretly she's just in love with Mercules and sponsors his his show instead? Yeah. <laughs> are you just saying random words over there that I'm going to have no, to mute no. out? No, I said usually. Because your wife has betrayed us for someone else. Well, we don't know this yet. Then why bring it up? Why, why, why hurt? I me didn't. So? He did. Because it's more fun that way. Because when I listened and I hear Deacon, I was like, well, clearly, I, I see the inside track now. Mm. And then Bungie, just just in case you you didn't have enough notifications this week, that Bungie put out a new thing. They put out the Destiny Two Artist Reference Collection. So if you're, I don't know, I, I guess if you're you know trying to draw some of these characters or do cosplay or something, they put out you know deeds you know like. Pictures, high res pictures from all angles and their weapons of Anna Bray, Keitel, Crow, Drifter, you know, and a bunch of other folks. So I was like, I saw that and I was like, ooh, an art reference. Night Demon might be happy. But unless you're planning on, you know, dressing up as Shaxx for something, may not, may not help you much. See, and you thought that I was joking about how long the show was going to go. Who, who thought you were joking? 
Sir Arthur's returned. Hello. I haven't heard him say anything. There he goes. Sir Arthur Yes. Yay. I, was, I was waiting Yay. for the suitable time to start speaking. Oh, you'll, you'll you'll never you'll never find that time. You just have to go. You just, just have for to break jump, talk, but respawns there. Jump, jump in the pool head first. Hopefully you don't hit the bottom. Might you never know. I, I'm all for mixing up the show this week. So instead of giving you everything that's going to happen next week, we're going to go straight in with law because Arf's here to tell us all Hello. the law stuff for now. For now. <laughs> oh. So hopefully Respawn's got his stream up and he's going to be following along so the stream can follow I along. I do have the stream And up. we can it just listen to the enough. smooth voice of Not Off giving us some Not Off Ass Law. Is that what we're doing? Mm-hmm. It is now. Well, I threw out a three choices of law this week. But this one that's been picked by Parity is the Inquisition of the Dam back from Shadowkeep. And it's a bit hivey hive. Well, completely hivey hive. Uh, and seeing as we're going into another hive season, it sort of suits, really. We're going from Dark Shadowkeep into Light Shadowkeep, because that's what the throne world looks like. Just Light Shadowkeep. They got better lighting installed. They got the sparky in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, so chapter one of Tattered Blood and Broken Bone. Malkant's blasphemous desire. The bloodline is severed. The remaining heirs would argue otherwise. Their blood ties and bone bond to the last king of the Osmian court marked them as candidates for ascension, but such is not granted freely. All evolution is forced, and the sword logic will not rest idle as spoiled children claw for purchase at the vacant thrones of vanquished kings and princes. I see them as they are, liars, pretenders, as their king, as his prince. The whole of the court's lineage is unworthy. History would say otherwise, but history is not truth. That I alone see the flaw in our future is a crime for which all others shall be punished. Is that Sabathun talking? Because if it is, that's a little hypocritical. Don't you think? Um, Sabathun hypocritical? No. I don't no, think that Sabathun is, is She's tricky and she's a liar, but she's not a hypocrite as far as I'm aware. You know? No, well, no, maybe she's, she's not, a liar well, doesn't to, that make to her be hypocrite. F- no, to be fair, she hasn't actually lied to us. She's told us the truth so far. From a certain point of view. Yeah. Yes. But in that truth, <laughs> there's a trick. Yeah. Or or not there's no untruth there, but there there is a trick. You've just got to interpret it differently. I figured it out. Obi Wan was Savathun. You would say something stupid. Nailed it. Figured it out. <laughs> That's it. That's sorted. That, no. He didn't lie to us. It was from a certain point of view, though. No, it was Mace Windu, and he got his, he got his book kicked like we're going to do to Savathun. Yeah. To Between Two Brits, a Star Wars podcast. Uh, but this is part two of Tattered Blood and Broken Bone. So these, in the previous one, 
I gave the title at the beginning just after of tattered blood and broken bone. And this and that actually gives you the the name of the person that was actually doing that. Now this is Akrazul's impotent rage. There are none. Their strength is a shade of that required by the sword's logic demand for blood and pain. They, as I, must be made to suffer, for their worth to be evident, but they fear such ends. I am no inquisitor by right or title, yet I see clearly, through the sullied haze of their ambitions, they speak of honour and nobility. They have none. They crave power, not truth. They seek evolution, but cannot comprehend its price or meaning. They want, only because they want. These heathen saviours forewarned in prophecy. Come from the depth to feast upon those weakened by our loss and our struggle against enemies more brutal than time. I fear the path you caught, sister, is a rebuke more than tradition. You challenge understanding mapped upon flesh, bone, and the very essence of centuries beyond knowing. You seek to unmake the logic for selfish gain. Such is a treason, affront. Others have tried. Others have been held to account for such callous sin. Yet I look upon the lustful offspring of our once king and I see cowards. I see our end, written in greed, the aftermath of a feeble reign. Such is not how I would see us fall, ridden to oblivion by spoiled heirs and would-be heroes, born of a desperate throngs of who only now, after the battles have been fought and our last war lost, find their courage, here in the wake of our undoing. So this guy, I had to look up who Akrazil was, because of course I don't remember who any of these people are. So he's one of the Knights of the Hidden Swarm, which are basically followers of Crota. So, obviously... Things didn't were go followers Crota. of Crota. Right, yeah. Were the follow- followers of Crota. And he had been crippled by Guardian, so he was looked down upon other high for that reason. So his impotent rage is the dude I used to follow is gone. I've been wounded by Guardians. Things aren't going great. Now, if you look at that, because he's been wounded in uh, by Guardians, if you follow the sword logic, he could should have carried on fighting and been killed. But he wasn't. Because if I remember right, Akrazul has actually lost a, a a hand or an arm. So he should have actually been carried on and been killed and not actually retreat to sit or, or ran away to fight another day. So he's not even a good hive. Part 3 of Tattered Blood and Broken Bone Azavath's Eager Embrace You of all of us had suffered and survived, brother. To many, your severing is a mark of shame. To many, you should have fallen to dust before returning to the depth in defeat. My ire, as echoed by my song, would challenge those claims. Those who deemed you Akrazul, the severed knight, Akrazul the shamed, the weak, the undone, they are one and the same with those who never dare to face the undying light. They are enemies of our promised morrow, those who watched from the shadows while your bones shattered and your limb was cast into the hallowed dark beneath this moon-scarred surface. I too see the sin in our dear sister's words, more so in her intention, but I also see pride in all we were meant to be, all we were promised. Why then give thanks to heirs come to offer salvation when such a gift is beyond their giving? 
I am with you, dear sister. I am with you, dear brother. Let us each suffer to ensure the path, till dust or ash or God, standing high upon eternity, burdened by our sacrifice. For are not we worthy? If not by ancestral right, then as those wretched few who would never seek power, but as to keep its disease from the hands of the corrupt. Who is reading did we establish who was reading somebody came into my office at the time you were reading did we establish right who was this is a hive called as Ava, as as of asians yes as of okay eager embrace yeah. okay as of who is also probably known as iraim she's a death singer basically okay she's but not somebody that, that that's prominent that we know about are these Just... i believe these are granddaughters of uh crota Oh. So have we fought oh, grandchildren these? Grandchildren of Yes, have we, we have. These? I thought we, it, are they the Death Singers from uh, Oryx Encounter? Or they no, that is Aaron uh, Nook and oh, her it, sister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nook and he, he's just uh, pulling these names off the tip of his tongue. That, like, there's no. how long ago did we fight him? And he just ripped those names like they were just fought yesterday, man. What the hell? No, because Aaron, Nook, I, I, I have read the books of sorrow so many times. I can actually pull those names out of my head. Apart from a sister, I can't remember a sister. It was Aaron Nook and one out of two ain't bad though. Yeah, yeah. you get points for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The the name sounded familiar when Parody said it. It sounded familiar, like we fought that person before. No, we 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 do fights now. The night, the severed night, I believe we actually fight at the end of the the dungeon, the the dungeon on the moon. Okay. Um, Pit of heresy. Pit of heresy. That's it. Part four of tattered blood and broken bone. And Malkanth's deadly promise. And this is Malkanth talking now. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Then it is set. The logic will never find purchase among the unworthy, and be not unclear. Though we revile those who seek to challenge, we are truly their kin, if not by Marrow's tie nor blood divinity, then by our own failings, if not a kind of equal to their transgressions. Yet there is an honour in knowing. We alone recognise our lack of worth, and thus stand above those who seek ascension, ignorant in their truest reflection, ignorant of the logic's base demand. But I say now, with an unfettered mind the sword logic is not all and the logic can be subverted must be subverted i have studied the paths both honored and depraved the might of oryx the strength and cunning of his sisters the folly of crota's pride and the necromantic sin of the unfavored i have long since stolen knowledge from the world's grave known texts and secret learnings i have prepared for this day for the time when reliance on the rule of might, the survival of the fittest would prove to be misguided. Our understanding of its meaning, flawed and open to manipulators by those willing to find strength, purpose in heresy. I say, we are they, the sinners, the heretics. I say, let us sin. Let us be the liars and conspirators whose self-made truth topples stagnant uninspired beliefs and births a new dynasty dearest Akrazul, dearest azavath brother 
sister. Let us reap the affliction of our suffering's reward. We can claim the burden of domination and endure the pains of such tremendous weight just as all others will endure as final unwelcome recompense the harsh realities of their end. So this is a mutiny. They're, they're, these letters to each other are basically saying let's rise up and topple the current ruler so then we may take over. Yes, but there's another part of this. They are being heretic in going against the sword logic. Yeah, they be, yeah they basically believe the sword logic has failed, and it's their duty to rise up and. So are these uh, three the, leadership the reason and... that uh, Savathun wants to get rid of her worm? Is their logic inspiring Sav her? Savathun has been trying to get rid of her worm for long before this. Oh okay. Do you remember when we last saw her in the books of uh, books of sorrow, where she? bogged off into a black hole to experiment. <laughs> no, I forgot about that. <laughs> well, basically what she was doing in there was experimenting with time. Mm -hmm. So she was experimenting on slowing the worm down and effectively getting more tribute in and it trying to fool the worm to think it's being fed more than it actually is. Okay. Because of the time difference. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of relation in that I, I think Ak Akrazel was being whispered to by Savathun. I mean, I mean, it's really in that Savathun's going to sow seeds of discontent, you know, wherever and however she can. And this is one of those... Savathun does have, have a hand in this book. But did she? Yeah, that's what um, I'm saying. Did Savathun, she? Yep, yeah, but she did. Now, like I said, I've read this book. I've listened to this book. And if I tell you what hand she's got in it now... It will spoil the book further in. Okay. So we're not going to. Yes. Damn it. So come back next week to find... Can <laughs> we just put in the sirens and the... <laughs> Wee-woo, 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 spoilers! Um, so this is, this is chapter two, but it's entry five. Uh-huh. Uh, four? Wait, what? Oh, an audience for slaughter is chapter five? Yes. It's okay. chapter two, but entry five. Okay. An audience with slaughter. As below, in the circle, in the pit, at the bottom of the damnation's well, a gathering of brutalist vies for a seat upon an eternal throne. A thousand warriors of dust and ruin clamour for the ritual beginning to another slaughter. As above, would-be puppet masters watch with keen eyes from the crimson tower that hangs from the jagged walls of the necropolis's hallowed and hollowed ground. They of cunning thought and grand design who lack the brute strength to take the sword logic's gift by force. They who consider themselves the shadow architects of empires. They who build their legacy upon the trade secrets and the gossip of ages and the sowing of lies. Words, their weapons, cutting as any blade. Among the murmuring lords of wicked tongues, tainted royalty glides to the fore. Sisters of the Anti-Mercy, Sisters of Doom, the Daughters of Crota, Daughters of the Worldbreaker, the Offspring of Destruction, direct heirs to the abandoned throne, yet removed from the pit's calling, the same privileged manipulators whose existence Malkanth and his siblings want to challenge, wish to destroy. The Daughters have come to judge those who dare fight for a claim. They seek a warrior fit to raise the celestial heavens that mar the ebon expanse. Surely one must walk amongst the countless descendants of their father's father. 
Bizurith whispers her doubt. Seconded by Vosher, Kinox remains silent, contemplating their station and the depths from which they must ascend if the swarm is ever to reclaim its own destiny. Hashladun, the eldest, the inundated, narrows her glare. Her sisters fall silent. The slaughter is set to begin. Ritualistic Circle Pit As below Since the great Osmian King's End, countless champions have been scattered to the winds in search of the sword logic's promised reward. Immeasurable pain, immeasurable suffering. Such that this deep, far below the broken lunar surface where no light has ever blasphemed, the rugged cavern walls are said to host the afterbirth of Count of Ceaseless Lament. Here spectral shadows haunt the passageways through the dark, each skittering shape the mindless ethereal prison of a greater being cast low, or so prophecy dictates. Those marked as unworthy shall ever be lost in the depth of their own ambition, trapped between in such form as ambition first took hold. Eleventh Truth, Book of Damnation Still, at the risk of a final death or hateful damnation, the hordes gather intent on destruction of all who stand in defiance of their individual ambitions. Among them, proud Zulmak, flexed, dried sinew beneath the heavy, calcified growths of his outer shell, armour earned in battle through pain. Zulmak has now stood twice after all others had fallen. He has gained allies and enemies from his victory both in the circle and beyond. After his second triumph, other battles followed beyond the view of the rabid throng. First an acolyte took aim from the shadows, a coward sent by unnamed admirers to end Zormak's march towards godhood. The weak thing's spine shattered beneath Zormak's hip. Then later the thrall, a wave of mindless nothings with chittering draw and razored talons, another gift from secret conspirators. Their dust now hangs in pouches at Zulmak's waist, a delicacy to be enjoyed in the quiet once the echoes of his victims in the pit have faded and the roars of celebration are hushed. Zulmak casts his gaze across the horde lined at the circle's edge. Hundreds deep, all keen to shatter their brothers and sisters, all keen to stand triumphant as Zulmak has. He feels their eyes upon him. He is a target now, a known champion. Many will come for him, they will swarm, and they will meet their end at Zulmak's hand. The ire rises, the energy in the pits thick, warm, angry. There is no ceremony to mark the opening of the slaughter. Those who dare join the fray simply gather until the tension reaches its breaking point. Then the first sword will rise and fall and the ground will begin to cake with a thickening mix of dust and blood. As above... On high, Hashladun watches as the first sword falls and the severing begins. So this is the dude at the end of Pit of Heresy, who's Zulmak. standing in his pit. He, he, he is, which I only know because I'm looking this up as we go to figure out who some of these people are. Mm. He is Zulmak, Instrument of Torment. Yeah, he's the one who hang out, hangs out in the Pit of Heresy, who is brought back by the the daughters of crota to serve as a nightmare mm-hmm. and so whenever it says the sword the first sword shall fall and the severing begins this is them saying that um it's a pit is, fight 
they they are choosing their champion to sit on the throne. Oh, I was going way more in depth than that. I was thinking like this is the first instance where the the sword logic is not being honored, and from this no, point the, forward, this, less and less people will honor the sword logic. That's what I was thinking. They are trying to choose somebody to sit on the throne of the moon mm-hmm. or Crota's throne. Now mm-hmm. you can only do that through sacrifice. So you fight. And the but that's not a sacrifice. Oh, oh, you're sacrificing other people. Okay. A massive okay. sacrifice okay. for everybody because how many has all meddled? He'd been championed well, twice before in the pits. Well, that's what I'm saying. For Zolmak, it's not a sacrifice. Zolmak is just killing everybody, mm-hmm. you know? But for everybody else, they would have to sacrifice however many bodies to take him down so that they can rule. I got it. I'm tracking. Bloodsport, as below, Zulmak knows they will come for him. Zulmak is ready. The weight of his blade feels light in his grip, an extension of his will. His cleaver cuts with little effort, slicing freely through the fragile bone of some fool with grand designs. Behind his station, an acolyte whose meat and marrow split cleanly, the dust of his being a cloud of thick grey as his body shatters and drops. Then just as quickly, more blades are on Zulmak. He takes a cut, but never staggers. He grabs a charging by the neck, sliding the point of his blade through the attacker's throat, then up and out his shoulder. The green of the brawler's eyes flicker and he's gone. His body no longer a vessel. Vulmak tightens his grip on the dead thing's neck and swings it high, lifting the carcass as if it were a shield to block another blow. His grip closes like a vice, and the dead knight's body hits the ground. He still holds the spine bit, once living head, now a weapon. Bone meets bone, as Zulmak's necrotic bludgeon collides with the skull. Another enemy falls. A blade enters Zulmak's back, slipping past his spine and catching in his ribs. As above, Hashladun is disappointed. She has grown tired of the facade of slaughter. None are worthy of the sword logic. Zulmak may be impressive, but he is no crota. He is no Oryx, and he will fall. Berzurith whispers, and the sisters turn to leave. The congregation of High all follow. Their crimson temples emptied, leaving none to witness the assured disappointment in the pit below. So is this just more of them turning away from the sword logic? I mean, no, it's well, no, not that, worthy of the sword logic. No, that is, I think they that killed is, him. No, that, that is Hashladun. Ashladun isn't the one Over. looking at. That's uh, basically Ashladun and a retinue, because Ashladun is Crota's daughter. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So she is looking for someone to sit on the throne because she doesn't want to sit on. Doesn't look like she wants to sit on the throne herself. So, uh, okay. so, so she's looking for what, something worthy, and and and, yes. and when she says none are worthy of the sword logic, is because she's following the sword logic. But you know, the, 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 this guy isn't our guy. Yes. Zol- the, Zolmak the thing, isn't the king. Or isn't the king thing material. is, Zolmak has the potential. They, she says he's no Crota, he's no Oryx, but hell, even Crota and Oryx were at Zolmak's level at one point, right? The fact is, is they he's were, not, no, he's no, 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 no. They was. They're jumping his ass, you know? They put him in yeah, a pit but, where even the smallest guy can come up and, and stab him in the back, you know? That, that doesn't prove his worth. You want to prove his worth, put him in a bunch of 1v1s to see who can take him via the sword logic instead of just putting everybody in this mosh pit. You know what I'm saying? 
But that's the thing. They have to do this to honor the sword logic. You put but every, every, case, everybody who's, could we take everybody who's contending for that, that right was in his blind goes spot. in that ring at the same time hmm. and the person that walks out at the end is the winner. Yeah, I mean, sword logic is all about survival of the fittest. It's, it's, it's not about winning a fair fight. It's we're going to put you survival into this, of the fittest. We're, yeah, we're going to put you into this scrum and if you emerge, then you're the strongest. If you didn't emerge, okay. you weren't the strongest. Right. I've, I've heard this phrase before. It's it was it's not coined by me it was i think it was blue creator six on um on focus fire chat and it's called extreme darwinism and basically it's survival of the fittest on an extreme scale which is which suits the sword logic seems to tie into it it, it is survival of the fittest but it's so extreme it's it's surprising it hasn't already um already destroyed their race down to a very few powerful people mm. I, I get that, but a, a mosh pit is not what I would consider survival of the fittest. You know, I, th- I think of a mosh pit, I think of like the, the, the pot of poison, right? Where you get a bunch of poisonous creatures in there, they eat each other, and whatever's left, you know, is supposed to be mythological. But if you were, if you were, the reason why they're turning their back on this, because they've seen Oryx and Crota fight mm. in pit fights, and the power they had was unmatchable they would have pretty much just sat there and gone everybody's dead right let's let's go like it was nothing that's what you've got to remember between oryx and and crota and that's why hash ladoon is actually walking away because she looks on that disgusted saying well that's not a patch on our previous previous leaders no yeah, but of the people that was in there, I would consider him being the most the most worthy, as in the most powerful, right? Yes, and well, we don't he, know who else was just, in there. He just happened to have gotten snuck up on somebody that caught him in the back. You know, that could have been a thrall for all we. But then, then you want a thrall that, that ties into the crawl log, the, the 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 sword logic. It was meant to be. This is why we've had no no comeback from where we killed Crota. Or Oryx, because the way the way the sword logic be, if you are killed by Hive or Guardian or whoever, it was meant to be. You were not powerful enough, so there you were cut, because only the powerful survive. Oh right, yeah, that's why the Hive hasn't haven't shown up on our doorstep looking for revenge. Other powerful Hive have shown up, but it's not like they were like. This is no, what they you did. They, they haven't showed up in revenge. For They've revenge. showed up because they, they want to, to take... challenge the powerful. They want right. to take our power. Oh right, because if we beat their champion, sort of, we become their de facto champion. If if the sword yeah. logic dictates the strongest win, we are the strongest. We are the strongest. Exactly. Yeah. They they haven't come back in revenge. They've come back in challenge. It's different mentality. But yeah. like, but um, that being the case, like. Let's say, for example, a thrall walks out of this ring, right? You're gonna have a thrall ruling the moon? I don't think so. You I mean, know, if, because if, if a thrall it's, walks out, it's like they have not walking re- out. Reading through this, there has to be many pit challenges because Zulmak has already survived two. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And he's only they were just talking about his armor na- that was hardened from battle. I got you. Yeah, yeah. and it, he's only just become a named champion. Mm-hmm. If he's only just a named champion, he's not powerful enough to be the leader. 
And Zolmak wouldn't be powerful enough to have like a throne world. So if he gets killed in the pit, he's done done. That's final yes. death for him, right? Yes. Okay. Well, thank you very much for that off. I think the the uh, the minions would have loved that, having a bit more lore. So now, now you've mixed the show up, I'll get on to what's happening next week in Destiny. What's happening next week in Destiny, buddy? Well, next week, Shaggy, it's the final week of the season of The Lost. You can fight for Valor in the last Iron Banner of the season, so don't forget to pick up your four powerful bounties to either hoard those because if you hoard them you do have potential of getting the xp next season for your season pass and your artifact plus you there's a small like very tiny small chance that if you hang on to them that when you do turn them in next season you could get a new weapon or new armor piece from the new set that's coming next season once the witch queen hits mm-hmm. it's all change so, again yeah. Keep in mind, this has not been confirmed. That's why he says you have a small chance. So. It's, the only reason I say it's a small chance is because it has happened in previous seasons and previous updates. If yep. you hang on to the stuff and it, people take it into the next season, it then decrypts. And, you know, we've had YouTubers make videos on really naff roles, but, you know, it's a new weapon kind of thing. It's like, yay, I've got this new weapon. It's a really bad role, but I'm just going to show you it. You could be one of those new. people. Yeah, it's, it's a oh new thing. Iron Banner's back again? <laughs> yeah, the last one. You, you knew this was coming. Don't act like this is a surprise. No, I did, and I forgot. Don't call it comebacks. It's been here the whole time. And you should wear your Iron Forerunner sets so you can get more uh, more material before the new season starts. Yeah. So so what's that about parody? Tell, tell us about that. Uh, you need to, if you have your Iron Forerunner set from your Iron Banner, which if you don't by now, shame on you, because you should have it. When you wear... Don't shame it, the new people. Well, no, no, the new people don't get shaved. I'm just really, I'm shaming Respawn in particular because I know he doesn't have it because I, know I he can't absolutely be have it. I just, you know, just would never, would never put it on or would never wear it. If but there was if a he, benefit, I would, right? But it just doesn't have my stats that I want. So, I, oh, no, wait, one piece I wear is Iron Banner. I think it's my gloves that have good stats that I wear. So you don't want a chance to receive an enhancement prism as a reward at the end of an Iron Banner match? I each do. piece of armor, armor you wear with this perk will increase the chances? The whole week, I didn't get a single damn one, and I don't believe you. Oh, I, think I you're don't believe the, that's the thing. I'm, I think you're wearing the wrong set of armor. It's not all pieces of Iron Banner armor. It's the yeah. one from this season only. Right, it's the Iron Forerunner set. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, then yours. You is say the yes, one. but we know in past that you're probably talking twaddle. We, we, no, we don't no. Believe I, you. Look, okay, look, look. Twaddle might be twaddle. Look, look. But realistically, the, the, telling you did, guys the truth, I was using it because, like, you guys said I needed the armor. Did you? Right? Did so you I play more through. than like three games? Yeah, I played the whole week. I completed all my bounties and everything. Are you sure? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because I needed the prisms. Well, I was prism poor at the time, and I didn't get a single damn prism all week, man. Wearing well, full five pieces of armor. Didn't get it. Well, you only need to wear four of them. It only works to a maximum of four, so you can wear your four favorite pieces, and you you can wear your exotic. favorite exotic. Yeah. And if you're not respawn, apparently you can get the uh, enhancement prisms to drop. If you're respawn, you get nothing because Budgie yeah. doesn't love you enough. I got him now. I have. And also, if you're playing in Iron Banner, don't forget to equip the Ghost Shell mod. That gives you a chance at getting a headshot, give you an enhancement prism or enhancement core or um, upgrade module, depending you, on which mod slot that you have. That, 
and the Crucible Extra Legendary item mod at the same time? Or do they take up the same slot? What are you talking about? You can only have either Enhancement Prism, Enhancement you, Core, you don't need, or Upgrade Module on your Ghost. You don't need Legendary items at this point. You've gotten what you're going to get. All the all the rewards are trash unless they're actual Iron Banner weapons. No, but the Legendary you don't item care about anything else. There's a potential chance at an extra piece of armor or an extra weapon. Yeah, you, no, you don't need that, though. At this point in the season, you don't need that. What do you mean no, you don't need that? No, you don't need, not this season, you need next season. You need to earn the token so you can give it to him next season so you can get all the armor immediately. Yeah. So you can if either save your tokens for this season. Yeah. You can either save your tokens for this season, as we discussed a couple of weeks ago. You'll get shards, you'll get gunsmith material, and made possibility of a god roll. And you could turn those gunsmith materials into Banshee and get more shards if you need those. Or you could hoard it all up and wait for next season where it won't give you gunsmith materials. It will give you shards, but it might possibly give you rep towards Iron Banner. I don't know. Because they're changing yeah, but it. All. Next season, won't you have, isn't there going to be what? like a whole new set of armor you have to get for that season to where mm -hmm. you get the benefits from it? Yeah. Hopefully not. Hopefully it's that you've got Either or, so you've either got the armor from this season, and it gives you a chance at the enhancement prisms, or you get next seasons, and hopefully it looks better than seashells all over your body. Plus, it, it burns when Iron Banner's on. If you put the full set on, you, or not even the full set, there's certain pieces. The chest piece uh, has fire. Uh, the hunter gauntlets have the fire on the arms, yeah. on the Iron Banner symbol. So try. We it. have it on our chest piece too, I think. That's what I just said. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. you specified hunters having the arm, but I was like, no, we they have do. the chest too. You have the chest and the arm. You're special. Yeah. It's, it's like bungee-like hunters. That's not the case. Oh, <laughs> not the case. So, yeah, you can earn your bonus ranks. So just play Iron Banner all week. Or you could farm the Taken in the Lake of Shadows Nightfall, which would be the featured one for the week. Um, it'll also be in the Grandmaster rotations if you want to do the GM version of it. Or... Whatever. Or if you're like Parody, you don't have the Grandmaster selections. Have you Same. found that no yet? I do not have that selection. No, don't I, go I, I, no I don't have it either. I'm going to call it you a bug and move on with my life. I'm it's not, not a bug. We don't have the title. We so, don't have the title. No, you and don't, you don't, need don't the title. title. You no, don't, you don't need, need the title at this point in the season. The only thing, oh, the, title, really? the, only thing oh. the title did was get you access to that early on. That's oh. what we talked about. If you had the Conqueror and you had friends who didn't have the Conqueror, you could bring your non-conqueror friends through early before Bungie opened it. That's the whole point of the catch-up node, is they open at the end of the season for you to catch up if you haven't gotten there or if you finally are a high enough power level. But I don't have it, so I don't know what's wrong with it, so I'm not going to lose sleep over it. There you go. And next week, I believe it's the Hung Jura, which is Ooh, the scout rifle lovely. that is going to be up for grabs in the Nightfall. And what was the other? I think it was the Swarm, which is the machine gun. So yeah. those two, I believe, are going away next season. They're out of the rotation. This week that we're currently in, I believe, is the Comedian Shotgun, and there have been some good roles. That I believe Jarv did a video on a really good role for like PvE. If you're looking for a shotgun, you've got a couple of days by the time this podcast comes out, maybe, so, or just yeah, the so, day. Yeah, so Nightfall.Report says their presumed roles are Hung Jury and the Hothead. So okay, Hothead, hothead so would be this week. Yeah, yeah, so it might be the hot. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it might be the hot. Yeah, because this week was comedian and shadow price, so it's either going to be the hothead or it's going to be the swarm. Uh, tune in next week and you'll find out. But either way, the hung jury is worth worth going for if you don't have one or don't have one you like. 
Mm-hmm. Nah, it is worth it. Especially for next season, that with the scout rifles coming back for champion mods. So, do you have yeah, the video yeah. for the for the hothead and the hung jury god rolls this week? Not on me, no. Okay. Do you? No, but I can find them. Just just press the buttons into the YouTube and say, "Give me these god rolls," and then you're That's all set. I, was I believe we did put it in the show notes a couple of weeks ago about the they they were going over the differences between like certain weapons, weren't they? You could either mm-hmm. get this weapon or you could get the hothead, which also rolls with uh, the explosive light and other um, perks. But so, what was the Garo? It was, I mean, in layman's terms, explosive light and something else. What ambitious assassin or chain reaction or? To be honest, when I when I want to look up a weapon, I'll I'll bring the video back up. I'll go through it as I'm either playing that activity or I'm looking through my Destiny Item Manager or yeah. going through my vault kind of thing. I'll only kind of I know I know in my mind that I've seen the video and I'll look it up and or go back to the show notes and go this is where it is and and I'll just go back over it. But so much information to to retain. Yep. You know, and I've got to save that sm- small little portion to actually listen and retain to what my wife tells me. Because she says I don't listen to her, so th- there's a small, slight, it's like a subsection of my brain that it's like, not I take you too, to get that. If I get too much destiny information, it, it kind of pushes out the information she told me that morning. So listen, just just tell her to say, you know, don't forget to smash that like button after the end of what she tells you, and then you should retain it better. Ah, it'll move it into the YouTube compartment of your brain, so it, it works out perfectly. Damn, <laughs> dude, you can also get clown cartridge on that thing. But oh I remember about my banner. Well, I mean, how, how could you? Because of course you would. Yeah, exactly. What, what I've remembered about is we have a this week a bungee for the sec for the tenth uh, of February, twenty twenty two. You're jumping way ahead. Nope. I haven't finished doing my other stuff. No, the, those things aren't important. He Just pick up, they pick, are. up your, pick up your seven hundred bright dust and move on. Oh yeah, I need to tell the people about the bright dust stuff. What what, what fancy things could they have? What beautiful things could they be wearing? So for the 15th of February, the week of, we have some silver items. If you want to go to your Eververse store, you have the Scary Feet emote, and that's a legendary emote for 500 silver. So I believe that's the one from Monsters, Inc., isn't it? Maybe. Uh, yeah. Uh, Where Sully just... does the quick feet. Like, yeah, I think so. Could be. Is this something wicked this way comes? Mm, maybe. Okay. The Stagecoach, which is the weapon ornament for the last word. A hand cannon. So if you want that one, that is 700 silver. That looks pretty cool. It's red and... Yeah, it's got it's a skull red. on it. It makes it look yeah. like a baby a baby bad juju. It does. 700 silver for that one. We have the trackbound exotic ghost shell for 600 silver. And we have the hive smasher. So if you want to smash some hive ahead of time, you can have this exotic ship for 800 silver. I don't think it's guaranteed to smash hive, but it could. I mean, yeah, if you land it on a hive, I'd be hard pressed to find one that lives after that. Yeah, hard pressed. I didn't mean that pun. And I'm going to reiterate what I've said for the last couple of weeks. If you're new to the game, or even if you're an existing Destiny player, do not buy the concentrated matter gem. Do not buy the glimmer shard, and do not buy the scavenger spoon. You do not need them. You just need to play the game to get those items. So just walk past those, ignore those. But what but you do could you, get... do, you need the robot dance. You you might need the robot dance. If you would like the robot dance, it is 700 Bright Dust, and that's your legendary emote. 
we have the mud kate monstrosity which i'm guessing is part of the set of the other monstrous stuff mm. we've got the ghost shell up this week so you can have the sparrow which is 2500 bright dust next week. if it's if it's like covered in mud i'm i'm gonna send it back you can't call it the mud cake monstrosity and not have it covered in mud i don't, I don't understand you can have the obsidian wings exotic ship for 2000 bright dust you can have the bungee projection for your ghost which is 1500 bright dust i might buy that one i do like a bungee emblem i did say might i might just wait I might just well, it's a projection, so it won't work as an emblem. Oh, whatever. It's an emblem that, that tells people when I die. Or mm -hmm. I pull it out and go, look at this. It does a projection. It's an you emblem have... that tells people when you die. Yeah. I know what I'm saying. You can have the spinning juggler exotic emote for 3,250 bright dust. The two cool dance which is the Tobey Maguire dance from Spider-Man 3. Oh, God. We don't talk about that. 700 Bright Dust. That came that up a couple of weeks exist. ago. That, yeah, that came up about five or six weeks ago, and I got that for Bright Dust. I did use my Bright Dust for something. Uh, you can have the Wheelie Shell, which is your exotic ghost shell, for 2,850 Bright Dust. The VG-17 Flying Fortress exotic ship for 2,000 Bright Dust. The Star Devil Racer, Exotic uh, Sparrow, for 2,500 Bright Dust. Your Weapon Ornament, you think you're big time, for the Xenophage, for 1,250 Bright Dust. And then finally, the Helm of the Exile Projection, for 1,500 Bright Dust. There you go, that, that, that's your Bright Dust. Now, Parody. No, not now, Parody. Don't give him the floor. Uh... I want the floor more. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Lost Sectors. If you haven't done this by now, just, just give up. You don't need them. You do Look, I've been through this with you guys. There are triumphs that are tied to these lost sectors. So you need to do them on legendary. You need to do them on master. And you need to do master solo Me flawless. There's a strong word that I don't agree with. But for some people, because they're going out of the rotation for next season, possibly, because <sighs> that's what they do, especially the one on the Tangle Chore, the empty tank, which will be going away indefinitely. <sighs> so if you want to do that on legendary and then you want to do it on Le solo master flawless you can get a couple of triumphs from that and the possibility of getting an exotic whatever day it is so we will go through the legendary lost sectors and don't forget they move on to the next day of the rotation so whatever they were on the legendary they will still be exactly what they are on the legendary but they will move up in difficulty at the next reset so monday the 14th will be bunker e15 on europa giving your legs and that will move on to tuesday and become the master loss section at uh, reset tuesday the 15th will be perdition on europa giving your exotic arms wednesday the 16th would be bay of drowning wishes on the dreaming city giving your chess pieces Thursday the 17th would be Chamber of Starlight on the Dreaming City giving your exotic helmets. Friday the 18th would be the Affiliates Rest on the Dreaming City giving you exotic legs. Saturday the 19th of February would be the Empty Tank Tangled Shore Lost Sector giving you your arms. So that would be the last day to do that on Legendary. And then Sunday at the rotation that will move into being the Master. So last day for that. 
so Sunday's legendary one will be the K1 Logistics on the Moon, giving you chess pieces. And the final one of the season will be the K1 Communion on the Moon, giving you exotic helmets. We have guides from PV Shifty, Abbey Hour, Time Sausage Gaming, Legionless's channel and Ibontis' channel if you need any guides or any tips to get through those. And don't forget, you have the Shattered Realm that is on a daily rotation. So if you are trying to get your Ascendant Anchors, you can do that weekly because it will rotate every day on a different location. But what I found out last week is that you, once you've collected it on that location, it's ro rotated round. So say you did EDZ like three days prior, then you've done the Moon, then the Tangled Shore. You can't then go back to the EDZ in the same week. So if you need to get that done before reset this week because it'll only be another rotation that you can go around to all those places and the same with the shattered realms you can only do those once uh, a week to get those ascendant anchors yeah uh, there is a triumph to get i think something stupid like a i can't remember what it was but it, it said 100 percent. i needed 100 percent, and it was going so slow but i managed to do that this week but Ibontis has the so solo you, legendary you, us, you did a thing but you can't tell us what you did Look, he collected all the pretty shiny lights. That's all you need yes. to know. That's all the important the, thing. Was it lights, though? I mean, you, you had yeah, a hard time collecting the thing. Tell the people yeah, what you collected. Tell them how you did it. There are ascended anchors. He, he collected all the ascended anchors in all the places he needed to. Is that what that was? Mm -hmm. yeah. Let me find it, then. Let, let me find what I needed to tell you. Okay. Um, efficient. Nothing about this is efficient. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! You have oh. got to have collected three hundred of those ascendant anchors to complete that triumph. <laughs> That's how many I did. It just gave me a percentage in game, but if I go on the Destiny app, it tells me I collected three hundred of those ascendant anchors. I feel like this is already to drop in some sort of like you know therapy call can... for for support something there's something needs to go here just well everybody you knows get 20 or 30 of those each week do you, do you know yeah. someone who's struggling with completionist issues <laughs> <laughs> and that now the rotations every day you could actually do that very easily in the 10 days yeah sort of well, two, he, well yeah. he's done now, so he no longer I've cares. But yeah. if you two are, are struggling to collect your three hundred acres, an uh, anchors, anchors, yeah, so what was that? Well, acres, you, yeah. If you want to collect some acres, sir, yeah, acorns. Collect the three hundred acres filled with acorns. You two can have a beautiful farm in Stardew Valley. No, no, no. That's not how that works. I mean, it I mean sounds that, like that's, that's how that works. That's where the acres came from. Yeah, and th there is there is a triumph to do a solo legendary version of the Shattered Realm. So Bontis has you covered for the guides for those, for the Forest of Echoes, the Ruins of Wraith, and the Debris of Dreams. And you only need to do one of those solo, flawless. Do, do you have a... You only uh, need to do it solo. You don't need to do it flawless. As long as you've... Because if you... But isn't there a triumph die, it just, Well, there's a triumph for doing it... <laughs> Why are you agging them on? <laughs> oh. You started. I'm finishing. And also, that's my job here. Have you not noticed? <laughs> Don't blame this on me. I had no, I think it's it. you. There, there is a triumph to do it solo uh, on the uh, legendary version of it. Don't you? Don't have to do it flawless. So you could die and restart uh, each encounter. It's up to you. But if you get one done, that's it. You then then take in a team and do the other ones. And I believe there is one to do it under twenty five minutes. So taking a team of three of you with the barrier champion mods, you're sorted. It's easy. Oh, yeah, so, that doesn't take. 
That's not bad at all. Uh, yeah. Speaking of barrier champions, Warlocks are going to be indispensable next season. So we, we had a Vidoc. That's coming from a hunter. We had a Vidoc this oh, yeah. week. I'm definitely going to want a Warlock on my team. Did you guys watch your Vidoc? I... I did. did you take some notes? Yes. No. I watched the Vidoc. Oh. I didn't take notes. I, was I, I actually work, did, because there are some things that are coming out, especially for Titans, that are kind of terrifying. And if I'm, and I'm, not if I'm efficient enough at this point in the time when we're talking about the Vidoc, I will drop in the Vidoc in the YouTube version. It'll be muted. You'll just hear me and my sultry voice talking about the Vidoc. You won't hear what's going on. But I can also link the Vidoc in our show notes if you want to go and see it. If no. You missed it. See, what I did is I didn't watch the Vidoc. I watched all the YouTubers breaking down each individual oh, frame Vidoc. of the Vidoc. I don't know why you go yeah. ahead and do that. You know... I break it down for you and explain to you in respawn terms. Um, I already know what's coming. Do you? Yeah. Void. All the void. Everything all else is void. garbage. It's all void. So were you impressed when they showed a hive ship that looks like the droid battle station ship from episode one in Star Wars? Uh, the Prometheus ship in, a, in the alien film. Because none of the ships really impressed me. What impressed me is that it's on Mars, which tells me that Mars is coming back. Yes, but it's not thing. the Mars that we know. It needs to be the Mars we know. This is not the Mars you were looking it for. It needs huh? to be the <laughs> yeah, I mean, It needs to be the Mars that we know. I mean, they do say that they're they're paying off threads that they set from D one. So, off, what threads have they set from D one that they're paying off? Do you think? I don't know because I can't actually remember what what was in the vial now. <laughs> 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 or, or what was in D one? To be honest. <laughs> I nearly got caught, so I didn't actually take that much in. That, that does make me laugh, because there were so many threads in D1. It's oh, like, I know. Which one should we pick up and run with now? Yeah. You know, which I one mean, are we going to make a coherent story of? Did, did they have a single, a single thread in D1? So I feel well, like that, all now. I'll tell you what, I'll treat it as homework. I'll watch it a few times this week, and uh, we'll come back and we'll get my thoughts on it. <laughs> be too late by then. We'll be there. No, we won't. We'll, 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 we'll be on the cusp of being there. Yeah, we'll be on the cusp of being there. But they do say that they're shedding the dogma of the light equaling good and the dark equaling bad. And there are going to be some Every story bombshells. Every time they dogma, all I can think is the nine, because that's what keeps randomly coming in on lines in the law. Dogma. No. Well, isn't dogma do just another word for religious beliefs? Like a religious sentiment? Right. Uh, what, what, what's that got to do with? Film. You're thinking of Alanis Morissette. Yes. I don't even know who that is, but no, the word dogma it's 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 related to like religious beliefs, isn't it? So yeah, I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Move on. We are moving on. So the Witch Queen and Season of the Arisen. So they did announce that in the Vidoc. That's the name of our new season because it was making me laugh that people online were going. So what do you think the new season is going to be called? And literally about two hours later, they went, "This is what it's called." Apparently, it's going to be the beginning of the end for the light and dark saga. What's your take on that, Arth? Sorry, what was that? I was Googling the definition of dogma. <laughs> How do you feel about the end of the light versus dark uh, belief? Saga. Like, the beginning saga. of the end. Saga, sorry, yes. Saga. So, respond. what is a saga? What does uh, saga mean? Saga is a period of time. So yeah, it sets at the beginning of the end, and 
We're mixing our light with our dark, like our peanut butter and our jelly. Well, we've Dogma. kind of been... Noun. A principle or set of principles laid down by an authority as an incontrovert incontrovertibly true, the dogmas of faith. Similar, teaching, belief, conviction, tenet. Opposite Call of it. doubt and open-mindedness. So what they're saying is that they're shredding that dogma. So whatever you've learnt before about light equaling good and dark equaling bad, they're shredding that. It. It's just... But they've been doing that. They've been, they've been blurring lines between the light and dark for the last two years. Yes, but that's blurring the lines. Now we're shredding that dogma. Yeah, we're, we've got our thesauruses out and we found better words, bigger words, Woo! more powerful words. I love yeah. words! And they also tease what's kind of possibly going to be happening at the end of this season. We did think that we were going to get that this week. There has been a, a bridge that has been forming in the Shattered Realm, not Shattered Realm, in the Astral Alignments over the last couple of months. And people have only just brought it to other people's attention in the last couple of weeks and gone, hey, did you know this bridge is being built over there? You know, there's been a couple where? of videos. Raid secrets will have been known about that for weeks. Yeah, I, I, bet that's what I bet you they have. They've just, oh, look, nobody else has noticed. We'll hold on to this one. Yeah. yeah. They're building a but bridge the, the, the bridge is now fully formed, which what? Last week it was on its last bit to be formed. This Tuesday at the reset, the last bit formed, and people thought, oh, you know, we're jump, jumping to astral alignment. Something's going to happen. Nothing happened. So it's like, so oh, next week, there could is it going to be next some, week? Yeah. yeah. Next week, there's potentially actually some. That'll be the week where we actually completed the astral alignment, so we can actually then go in and uh, sort Savathun's worm out. Do our exorcism, yeah. So it'll either be... I was, I was thinking more, more about vivisection, but... Maybe it's a bit like what you had at the end of the last season, where they did the reset. I mean, they've made it quite explicit in the TWABs the last couple of weeks that this is when we're turning off the game. So, like last time, you had that event in the tower, wasn't it? Or you got transported to the last city and you could get an emblem for just participating walking around the city was that right respawn because it happened us time so a lot of us in the like europe didn't manage to kind of get in unless we were up at three o'clock in the morning it could yes. be like that it could be like this happens next week just before we shut off the servers you perform the exorcism or you go and do the next story beat but then when you log in on the Witch Queen, you'll get a kind of recap of what's actually happened. It could be that. It could not be that. It could be that that bridge is be formed. Interesting if it is. And maybe that's the the, the catalyst for uh, the start of point for next season that we do that and we play it so that everybody can be involved when they log in for the Witch Queen, rather than kind of miss out on it this week because they've got a lot of stuff going on. So it could be this week coming up with Iron Banner, or it could be the first part of the mission that you do with well, the the prologue for the witch queen we don't know but they teased what was going on with with the end of this season anyway in that vidoc we see some mocap with the man performing savathun some what so, mocap mm -hmm. motion capture oh yeah ah! oh dear bless him gentlemen i've just had the look oh called it no, I didn't. Go away. Thank you very much. Take care. You too. Bye bye. Bye. So what else? So what else is in this Vidoth we need to know about? What other pretty things have we seen? So, uh, yeah, we get some shots of the throne world. We get to see some old hive areas that have been hidden or hidden away, and a pyramid ship. 
really creepy. It had some like, do they have spiders? It looked like it had a spider's web over it, a little bit of dust. And do they have spider's webs? They must have spider's webs. Oh, uh, they they called attention to that. It wasn't a spider's web. It was um, oh god, they called it something else. It wasn't a spider web though. It was something to do with hive uh. Hive cocoon threading. I think okay. They called it. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, we certainly like you know had to blow open like the hive. Yeah, the hive cocoon material before, so I assume it's something like that. Okay. See, I remember the thing. But I would like giant I spiders. It. I want my Harry Potter. I want my uh, Lord of the Rings reference. I want giant yeah, spiders. I want giant hive giant spiders to attack me. End up in here. That's, that's the cabal. I play a different game. Yeah, permanent. The cabal spiders. <laughs> That's but we get to play detective one. and solve mysteries, apparently. And they say that the Witch Queen campaign is probably, the underline probably, the most ambitious campaign they have made in a very long time. Which has potential, because we do like a campaign, and we like replayable campaigns, don't we? We like to be able to go back and select it time and time again. Which is basically what we're going to be able to do this season. Yeah, which is... Like not something we've been able to do. Like uh, I remember, I was talking with I don't know who I was talking to now, and they were sort of likened it to the Halo campaign. Like you know, being able to go back and play the full Halo campaign at different selectable selectable difficulties is yeah. much more satisfying than going and playing single missions over and over again, which has been the Destiny experience up till now. What would be the benefit to that? I mean, would we be able to do that in lieu extra, of like uh... extra loot, extra gear? Mm. They they laid out like you know, like it's basically like another route to nightfall, like materials without having to run a nightfall for the trillionth time. I got you. Okay. Yeah. So basically, you you'll have a a regular version of the campaign that you can play, and a legendary version of the campaign that you can either go in solo or as a fire team of three. Uh, you will face harder missions and stronger combatants, recommended for experienced players with a broad arsenal to draw upon. I have an arsenal. Good, 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 good. Mm-hmm. I have a gun or two. And apparently Keitel, she's she's made her reappearance for this season. They did specify that it's for the season, not for the, the Witch Queen in total, but for this season, the the whatever it was called. Now I've lost me. Well, I mean, she's got to marry Zavala, right? The season, season of the original will be a, da- a dating sim with Zavala and Keitel. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, she looks, no, she looks like she's got eyes for Lord Saladin in this one. Ooh. Well, well, I mean, she was having a conversation with him, but like, well, no, oh, she's yeah. looking longingly into his eyes. From what, what I can see, what does it say that? Get out! No, if you look at, if you see the the screenshot, she like bends down and she's looking to him longingly in his eyes. She's no, she's wondering how such a tiny human can have so much influence. Is her problem possibly, or so much fluffy wolf clothing? <laughs> so much. But, yeah, I mean, we we do get to see several shots of. Like the Vanguard, there's Anna Bray returning, uh, Eris Morn, Keitel, Lord Saladin, Shax. Everybody kind of congregated in a room, just having a conversation about what's going on, what are our strategies, what are our game plans. So some really cool story beats there of getting everyone involved, which is nice because they've continued that from the past couple of seasons where we've given our feedback of like, we want to go on missions with the team. We don't want to just do it solo. We want to have interactions with the vanguard we want to have interactions with these other npcs that we we have in the world and and have kind of this relationship with them as we go through the missions which is Cade would be down there in the trenches with us 
right? Yes. And but, even 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 Ikora, we saw her participate here and there, throwing a Nova bomb here, doing this and that, right? She's even been down there. The one mm-hmm. person that all he's ever done is pop a bubble seconds before the tower got obliterated. When is he going to participate? He saved your butt. You stood mm-hmm. in that bubble, sir, and he saved your butt. Dude, if this was IRL, I'd have been like, yo. <laughs> yeah, you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be standing here today if he hadn't, you know, gotten saved you this far. Yeah, Why yeah. not? Because the, the bubble failed when the building blew up. That's why we were all entrenched in rubble. Yeah, but he saved you. And you would have been entrenched in rubble, not inside a bubble, not a rubble bubble, and you'd just yeah. be dead. You'd be very squished. Man, I got a ghost. I could have handled it. Yeah, unless we go that. I mean, they do go over the hive guardians, the game mechanics, and killing ghosts. You know, that you actually do have, have to, to finish it. Yeah. You literally have to finish it. You have to crush it. And you're kind of given this moral dilemma of, you know, we are crushing the ghost. But are you? Are you? Not much of a dilemma like, for me. We sort of looked at that and it's like, oh, you've got this sort of you know, moment of pause. I'm like, Maybe that's your intention, but I don't think there's going to be a lot of moment of pause because no, there's, 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 no, there's, there's, no, there's no payoff to any decision you've ever made in this game up till now. Well, I mean, there is. So there's going to be three, if you're doing it in the like the campaign or if you're doing it in the raid, there's going to be several people screaming at each other to run up and crush that ghost before that hive guardian <laughs> reappears and takes out the whole team. And that's so you, why Void that's what the emotion that's so going to be important set. Because hunters and their invis and their team invis are going to be so much more <laughs> powerful. <laughs> he doesn't know yet. Yeah, oh, I do. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. So we're talking about the invis and the team invis. Weapons coming. They go over like the crafting and they want our feedback. So they want feedback from what we think about what's happening with the crafting. Do we like it? Do we not like it? But constructive feedback would be nice. My Um, constructive feedback is I saw a lot of new materials that don't exist in the game yet uh, that I'm going to need to craft things. I'm not looking forward to having to go hunt down all of these materials. Rain them down upon me from playing, you know, playlist activities or, well, you know, higher level activities. Case, great, yeah. But I don't want this to be another synth chord, synth streave, synth matter wave. Oh, synth you know word. you're going to have to pick up a bounty, sir, and get X oh, amount oh, no. of well, stuff that, from it. You see, that I'm perfectly 400% fine with. No, I just no. don't need to see. We have a new exotic currency. That's the thing that really gets me, man. We have a new exotic currency that we're going to have to use for this nonsense, man. The. The exotic, um, kind of what they call. If only there was a screenshot somewhere that you could look at. Well, we're not there yet. Must be nice. Yeah. But I will give a shout out to AZ who did point out in, uh, I think it was Respawn's report roundup when I was posting some of the the information that Respawn's going to go over later, that some of the materials that we're going to be collecting isn't necessarily going to be in our inventory, though it's not taking up any room, which is quite nice. Um, they go over the origins of the glaive, and it was originally a weapon that Savathun was trying to construct, and we obviously steal it and use it for our own nefarious um, use. Again, blurring the line between good and bad, light and dark, right? But maybe it was a good weapon and she just wanted to steal it. Uh... So we have eight brand new exotic armor pieces. They can confirm that there are two exotic armor pieces, one for each class, one stasis, one non-stasis. The oh, 
that was the other thing that, that I just wanted to quickly go over. You asked a question last week about the Ostra Striga, which was the submachine gun, the exotic submachine gun. It has homing projectiles. That's so what I was go. assuming, yeah. You assumed, but they confirmed it in the Vidoc. Love it. So I just thought I'd let you know about that. They go over the Void 3.0, uh, some of the aspects and fragments, which I did post in our show notes that we can quickly go over for the people. And they just only showed the Warlock, but as they said before, the fragments are the things that are across all classes. So you have Echoes of Exchange, which is a Void Fragment. Melee Final Blows grant Grenade Energy. We also have Echoes of Remnant, so your Lingering Grenade Effect, Vortex Grenades, Void Walls, Void Spike, and Axiom Bolts Axiom. have increased duration. So these are across, you know, for Warlock, Hunter, and Titan. So it's very much like, the, I mean, the screenshots are exactly like what we've got with Stasis at the moment. So you can select your abilities, you then collect aspects and fragments, and then you can kind of build craft. So it looks, I think the, the general idea is to try and get it it's very similar to what we've got now with the structured, this is what you've got with the Void subclasses, but you can enhance that by just fitting different fragments in or different aspects. Uh, you've got Echo of Reprisal, so that's the final blows when surrounded by combatants grant super energy. And then we have two of the aspects. So this is just for the Voidwalker Warlocks. You have the Chaos Accelerant, which gives you one fragment slot. Um, you can press and hold and overcharge your grenade, making it deadlier and more effective. Vortex grenades increase the size and lingering duration of the vortex. Axiom bolts create an additional seeker. Scattered grenades have a sub... A submutations track oh, okay so it has the, the the scatters basically track to the nearby targets and magnetic grenades release on a short range void blast and it tells you the cooldowns for those the last one for the void walker is child of the old gods now they really talked this one up on the destiny community podcast and i'll kind of transition into that in a second but this is a the void aspect it gives you two fragment slots you can cast your rift to create a void soul when you damage a target with your weapon the void soul flies to them and drains them doing damage and weakening them when a target is being drained you are granted grenade and melee energy if running a healing rift or health if running in or health if running a, an empowering rift so is that the reversal isn't it yeah what yeah so if you're if you're uh if a target is being drained, you're granted grenade and melee energy if you're running a healing rift, but or if or you get heal health if you're running an empowering rift. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's the, the opposite of what it kind of does. So what happens if you're running an empowering rift? Because warlocks next season are mostly going to be. So if you're running the empowering rift with the aspect child of the old gods, yeah. you will get health. Oh god! From that, the child of the old god being drained. And then with those new boots, where when they pop an empowering rift, they it also acts as a healing rift. Oh, they're going to be unstoppable next. Uh, season. Defeating a target who's being drained by your void soul grants class ability energy, so you can keep rocking it basically. Good Lord Almighty! So yeah, I will link the Destiny Community podcast in the the show notes because it was a very. I mean, it's only about an hour and a half for their episode, and it was just constant kind of questions to. The bungee devs going over well what does this do what does that do surprising they spent at least half an hour talking about the hunters 10 minutes on titans i was like you know favoritism there 
they well, I mean, to be fair, the Titans they've showed off a good bit of stuff in the yeah in, in the Vidoc and in the things and the Hunters they were like, and we made changes to the Hunters too. Like the Warlocks, they've really gone in depth with like like they talked about. I can't remember who the designer was, who was really his pas- passion project for, to make Child of the Old Gods. It's like I really wanted this thing. I really want this to be amazing. Yeah. I know they even talked about they were like custom animations where if you have multiple buddies at once. Like yes. if you're running the no time to explain and your void thing, or they mentioned even Arc Soul alongside Child of the Old Gods. Yes, they they said you potentially have they the chance of having friends. three buddies up, so you can have if somebody's you running the Arc Oversoul Fire Team. If somebody's running the Arc <laughs> Soul, you can have the Arc buddy up. You can have the Old Gods from the 3.0 Void update, and you can have no time to explain. And apparently there's a cool visual interaction when you have the old gods and the arc buddy on yourself. That's quite, that's cool for the warlocks. But yeah, something they did mention at the, (laughs) something they did mention at the end of the Vidoc was anyone can run suppressors now. So it, it goes deeper than that. Anyone can run any grenade now, not just suppressors. Hunters now have access to suppression and magnetic. Yo. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, Great news. Finally. Starting off with what they went over with. I mean, I'll just briefly go over it because there's a lot of information in the DCP podcast. So with void 3.0, the weaken, which is a debuff gives a 15% against PVE enemies and seven and a half percent against PVP enemies. Other debuffs will replace that weakening. So if you've got like a shadow shot, for example, that will replace that debuff. And the shadow shot is a 30% debuff, as an example. Hunters, you have lost the heart of the pack because it didn't make the conversion over 3.0. You now only have one smoke bomb shipping with Witch Queen. Now, they did say it was shipping with Witch Queen, so they may We only only have the one smoke bomb anyway. You have to have an exotic to get a secondary one. No, you have two versions of the smoke bomb. Oh, at the moment, okay, don't you? You have the the one that poisons, or you just have the smoke bomb. The one that turns you invis, yeah. So what I think they're saying is that you just get the one version at the moment, and possibilities that they may add more aspects and fragments later that could replace or enhance your your gameplay. So, I mean, honestly, nobody ever uses the poison one anyway. I mean, I guess. I, I mean, guess they do say that you use the the poison and the grenade to chuck them both or whatever, but. And most of the time it's the invis. They yeah. did say that it, it is augmented differently, so there are different ways that you can use it. Uh, the Keen Scout is now a fragment. Flawless Executioner is now called Stylus Executioner. Uh, so you don't have to have a headshot and crouch requirement for that to actually work. So there's a little bit more freedom with that. Uh, Lockdown is a fragment. There's a new dodge animation for you. I did see that. Like, I want to know if that's the gambler's dodge or not, right? Because gambler's dodge has has a longer range, you know. And so, if if that was our normal dodge, and I was wondering, would the gambler's dodge have even more range? Because that was a big gap of space right there. That's a big gap. And something that will also impress you, hunters, is that your tether activates quicker. Yeah, and I did like that. And we can I, fire I, three at one, which tracks. Yes, which you can show. Really at the moment, at the moment, you shoot. You can shoot six, can't you? Volleys well, you on. Shoot, no, you shoot six total if you're wearing the pants. Uh, you shoot five alternatively, and okay. it's one at a time. 
with this what, new one is that the shoot, bottom track at the moment isn't it yeah and with this with this new one you'll get six arrows total by default but you shoot them in two volleys of three that track yes and they confirmed if you wear the orpheus rigs exotic boots for the hunters you will shoot shoot three volleys of three arrows <laughs> and they mentioned high dps on that well, one I of mean, the high so for, it is top three right now in the game for highest dps so i'm not surprised titans we get three melee still uh, not one-shotting. They haven't kind of reverted the change that they'd already made. We get a lovely shield throw melee, which is nice. Um, they did confirm that in the 30th anniversary, they reduced the orb generation on casting Ward of Dawn, and they reduced the weapon damage bonus from 35% to 25 And I, I didn't see anybody kind of pick up on this, but so they they did go over it. So and it's reduced in PvP and PvE. So now it's the same as the Well of Radiance. So they were arguing on the DCP podcast. They said, well, why would we have a, like a Ward of Dawn bubble? We can just stand in a well if it's exactly the same now. And they were like, well, your well can get taken out very quickly. And I think as we spoke to mm-hmm. Fuzzco last week or the or week before, the, the enemies target that sword now yep. You know, to, to take out your well. You may be, have to have a combination of both still. Or you may, you know, the the Ward of Dawn may do better in certain situations. Well, to be honest, in most situations where you have to have a well, you usually have a bubble anyway. Everybody stands in the bubble, walks into the well during DPS. That way you get both buffs, you know? Yes. So I don't see a change at all, really, you know? Well, you might see a change. Yeah. So you there's no change. Yeah, there's no change to the health of the bubble, but there's a faster casting. So they've done what they've done with the... Uh, it's shooting. in the higher charge time group no. No. yeah but just pulling like just pulling your bubble out it's a very it used to be a very well used to be a very long animation now oh, like, oh, like, yeah. like, you know, like for example like yeah like if someone blade blade barraging you you can put that bubble up and actually survive it versus before you're mid animation and still dead yeah you could yeah you, you pop it you die and then the bubble just poof because now it's a button press instead of a button hold because you're separating the water down from your uh the, the shield thing. Shield throw, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but still, just the animation is quicker. Because that anim- even once you got the animation going, it was a long. So somewhere in the Vidog, I had seen that Titans. Whenever you throw your shield and you get a kill, it gives you an overshield or it heals you. It does one of those two things. Is that yeah, they did? They did kind of go over that dragon. in. They did go over that in the DCP, but I. I I didn't write it down, but they were talking a lot about overshields and you yeah. will visually be able to see that if somebody's got a void overshield, there will be like the, the void haze over them. So they're yeah. kind of differentiating now, starting to differentiate what kind of shield that you've all, you've kind of got on. So when they do the solar and arc, and they did mention in the Vidoc doing solar, then arc, that possibly could be the rotation for it. It might not be. They might do arc next, depending on, I suppose, whichever is easier to kind of untangle the the destiny spaghetti but but i'm wondering if that's limited to combatants or if that is any enemy because think about that right honestly speaking take your come out of your little titan bubbles for a second think outside the box a titan that has a ranged melee that on kill gives him an overshield or heals in pvp but again you're gonna have to listen broken you're going to have to listen to DCP because they did break it down for what the overshield resistance and lasting effects are in PvP and PvE. Yeah. 
there are they have separated them there there is a shorter duration or a uh, amount of damage you can take before kind of dying so don't worry about it they've yeah. got you covered yeah, these these i would assume to come out of the box with you know pve and pvp tuning on them as they've slowly tuned stasis for pve and pvp both i'm sure they've learned well i'm gonna hope they've learned from that yeah. and, <laughs> and brought this, brought this out of the box so yeah so in pve it'll do one thing in pvp it'll do another so yeah i mean i mean there's another way there are a number of ways to get the shield i mean over shield is just going to be one of the void 3.0 buffs and debuffs you can get period full stop as something yeah. you can spec into so you can put you know you can use it in a number of ways I mean, they did mention that it took them, it's taken them about seven months to actually develop this and get this going. So it's taken them, it's not like a, a three months change. They've had this in the works since they implemented Stasis and then they've been really going going to town on it and doubling yeah. down on getting it sorted for the last seven months. So it's not an overnight thing that they've just gone, oh, we just want this to look like this. Um, with your Warlocks, you devour used to reset the timer it now extends the time on the proc of the devour and it's a small amount of time and you can now increase that with a fragment which is called the echoes of persistence and it adds seconds up to 17 seconds um, and any void ability will proc it so there is potential to kind of keep procking your devourer and keep going and then at the end of it all which i think this is going to surprise respawn all classes can get devour at some point everyone should be able to access everything but with certain specialities in void 3.0 so basically titans can go invisible how cool is that titans warlocks hunters although hunters will specialize in certain things like the invisibility like uh, the titans will specialize in suppressing people but you do get the abilities as well we all share the whole idea is to kind of share this whole void 3.0 across all the classes but you specialize in what we kind of specialize in now but there is a kind of sharing element to it yeah that's that's one thing that i really enjoyed about reading this this breakdown because you know they talk about these these sort of six buffs and debuffs mm -hmm. suppress weaken volatile invisibility overshield and devour you can have those abilities no matter what you're playing no matter what character you are you'll be able to spec into some level you know, not not just Titans can trap detonators to people's chests now. Not just Hunters can go invisible. Not just Warlocks can go can devour. Actually, Hunters can still only be the ones that go invisible. Later on, they specify that the three classes are still separated into the three classes. The only way that you can go invis is if a Hunter makes no. you invis. You no. can't go invis on your own. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. no. They, they, they flat out said these are elements of the Void 3.0 subclasses right but they also well, specified that because we have three classes we those three classes still need to stay separated that's why hunters can't make a a, a shield that's why you guys it, can't yeah, go it, in biz it, it, it's and not that's about why that. nobody can make a rift instead of a freaking warlock they they still separated you guys show me where it says you can go in biz without a hunter show me you can't you can't go in biz without a hunter okay i will point you to the void 3.0 uh, document or the the blog uh -huh. post that they they pointed out, sure. and I'll quickly go through that at the moment. So, void abilities haven't really been developed since 2017, and they were a reaction to the sandbox that was Destiny One. 
mm-hmm. as Destiny designer Kevin Yanis with the Void 3.0 and other elements changes to come. The first big Void 3.0 change in the introduction of Aspects and Fragments first introduces Stasis and Beyond Light. Aspects and Fragments give players more options to choose from when it comes to the abilities they want to use in battle. As with Stasis, Aspects are class-specific, selectable items that give players additional actions that they can perform within their elemental subclass. Fragments are non-specific and complement the perks that the players can select to enhance how they play the game. How players players choose to combine their aspects and fragments is a key component of the build craft. They get, then go on to say, before they take a deeper look at each class implementation of Void 3.0, let's align on some of the terminologies. Some Void attacks apply for one or more of the six buffs or debuffs that confer a tactical advantage to the Guardian. Now, yep. this isn't specific to Hunter. So suppress, the target is taken out of action with the ability when suppressed. Yep. While suppressed, the target cannot activate any ability or movement modes. Combatants are disorientated. Weaken, the target takes increased damage, has slow movement, and is disorientated. Volatile, yep. a target will explode in a void detonation upon taking additional damage. If the target dies before the volatile has a, has taken enough damage to detonate, then the detonation happens anyway. Yeah, you invisible. just go through all the definitions, but yeah, right. telling invisible. you the definitions doesn't... I'm getting there. Invisibility. Yeah. This it applies now, to all guardians. All guardians. Invisibility. The player vanishes from sight and does not appear on radar. Right. This is that all is, guardians. This isn't you just you. No invis. I'm telling you, I will make a bet with you right now that you cannot go invis as a titan or a warlock without hunter assistance. I will bet you your titans, you delete them and you only play hunters for next season, that you cannot go invis without a hunter. All this does is it tells you all six definitions of all the things that are coming in the next thing, right? Yes, there is suppression, there is detonation, there is invis. All these things are in the game as buffs and or debuffs that we can do, right? Those things exist even now. But just because they give you the definition and it says it applies to all guardians, true. But you don't have the capability of going invis. I will point you, you back to the PCP podcast. You can be invis if a hunter makes you invis. Then yes, you have the invis buff on you. I will you, point you back to the DCP podcast where the destiny devs your own invisibility. The destiny devs said everyone should be able to access everything, but with certain specialities in Void 3.0. Certain meaning, specialities. There's yes. the key word. Meaning you can't go invis without us. They haven't said that. But that's what it means. If you can go invis without a hunter, then there is no point in having classes in this goddamn game. <laughs> well, then, you, you well, get I've got, to, well, I've got bad news. Then when you start suppressing, you better never suppress anybody because you're going to have the ability to suppress just like I'm going to have the ability to devour. Yes. That's fine. The, in, the entire... Why is that fine? The, the, the entire those are initiated the, by grenades. The entire Those are attached purpose, to the grenades that we all have now. You enough. guys don't have a smoke bomb. Do you? The entire purpose of this rework is to make things less class specific and bu- allow you, you to build so into them. Take me up on the bet, then. Take take me up on it. If you're take so you up on the bet, what are we betting? What are we betting? I don't I'm care. betting. Look, if if you can go invis without a hunter, like you can throw your own invis grenade at your feet and go invis as a titan, then I oh. will be a titan all season. If you no. can't go invis on your own without assistance of an exotic weapon or something, right? You don't have well, an no, invis no, 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 no. You, you said we couldn't go invis. You're putting all these speculations. 
stipulations no, no, on it. No, no, no. You just you, said without you hunter assistance. You I'll yourself. Tell you without, I'll tell you the without hunter assistance or the exotic rat king. Yeah, no, any, like, you yourself have to be able to do it. Like, yes. out the box. As a titan. Just using your void fragments and aspects. No yeah. weapons, no armor. You have well, to you be don't able know, to do it You don't yourself. know whether it's an exotic piece of armor that's coming later on that could make the titans to go invisible for a certain period of time if they pop the rally barricade it swaps it for invisibility we don't know we don't know how they've built it and you're not going to know until at least after the world's first I'm yeah you, you're not so overshield the player gains the protective barrier that immediately stacks on top of their existing health and shields and intercepts incoming damage overshield reduces damage taken from pve combatants Devour, the player is immediately restored to full health upon activation of Devour from any source and is granted grenade energy. When the player gets any kill with Devour active, they are restored to full health, granted grenade energy, and their Devour buff like, I don't is think extended. Hunters or Titans can use Devour. I think that's only going to be a Warlock thing. I've got some bad news for you <laughs> if you read down like a little bit further there, bud. Where are we yeah. reading at? Uh, we'll get there. Okay. So new lights. Read on where? I'm coming back to it in a second. New light will get a run through of the acquiring aspects and fragments for Void 3.0 rather than stasis like we did with Beyond Light. There will be extra fragments locked behind Raid World first, and right, they're not going to discuss that. That's secret. Right. Um, and as I said, new light starts on Void uh, with a basic kick to start off with. Void 3.0. They just want to clarify is free to all players. And then then go, they did kind of break down what the uh, super tiers have changed to. So in the Witch Queen, your Mobius Quiver Shadow Shot was in tier three. It is now in tier two. Nova Bombs, they were in tier, I think they just said they're going into tier three. Behemoth is going up from tier one to tier two, which is faster. Shade Binder is up from one to two, again, faster. Fist of Havoc, again, up from 1 to Tier 2. Arc Staff is going down from 3 to 2. Dawnblade was 2, is going to go to 1. And Deadfall Shadow Shot is going from 3 to 4. So they did kind of clarify that. But I will, as I said, I'll link the DCP podcast for everybody to kind of listen and um, make up their own mind of what Bungie have said they're going to do with Void. So I've, I've, I've kind of covered what what they said in the... Uh, the the opening to the closer look at void which again we will link in the show notes which is a blog post that they posted on february 9th so just before they dropped the 12. you were going to re re go over a, a few more points from that weren't you or were we just going to quickly have a look at what they said about each different uh class well i was i was trying to look down and see and i misread a little bit about where it's about devour but again okay. i still maintain our position that here are the six things you'll be able to do. You won't be able to be strong, but you'll be able to do all six of them. Um, because, they, I mean, they do talk about the aspects and the fragments in depth. At least, you know, the, the, we've already covered all those already. Yeah. So with your Titans, uh, Void-enabled Titan is the Star Wars shield of the fire team, where they're serving up the Ward of Dawn protective bubble to withstand furious enemy assaults or charge the battlefield shield in hand, only down opponents. One shield toss at a time. Previously, the two supers, Ward of Dawn and Sentinel Shield, were tied to one another from a control standpoint, so that Titans had to use similar inputs. <laughs> um, hold, on, hold on, talking about what we were talking about, it is still on topic. Yeah. So, 
Um, seems like they're trying to give each class an identity like they did with stasis while allowing some of the other verbs to be accessible to all. Titans get overshield, hunters get invis, warlocks get devour, and suppress. I'm sorry. And suppress, weaken, and volatile. Suppress, weaken, and volatile are for everyone. Those three, suppress, weaken, and volatile, are for everyone. Whereas titans get overshield, hunters get invis, warlocks get devoured. I like this approach because I always want to bungee and learn, lean harder into class identity. I'm sad that I won't get to be an invisible shoulder-charging titan in Crucible, though. Follow-up. You still can. You just need a hunter friend. So. Told you. Okay, so so three of the three of the six will be shareable among everyone, and the Thank other three will you. be. Where Booyah. are you? Where are you pulling this from, other than out of the thin air? Right here, I'll show it. Can, uh, can, can, can I get a link? I am posting the link. Yes, sir. Very good. Right. Show. Is it this week at Bungie? No, they pull it from. Uh, and is it from? Is it from somebody at Bungie or someone else on? It is. It is a Reddit link. It is a Reddit link that right. pulls from uh, the Bungie.net news article. Oh, Closer Look at Void 3.0. Okay, yeah, they pulled it from there. So what we're going through now? Yeah. Okay. But again, I'll just reiterate back to you what they've said is that they want everybody to have everything. So not necessarily, I didn't say it was shipping with the Witch Queen. I said... That that's what Bungie have said is that they want everybody to have access to all the abilities in and, Void 2.0. And I'm telling you, that's true to a point. To a point. So at some point, they are going to let the Titans be invisible with, without the Hunters. With Rat King or something no, similar. Without the Hunters. It's part of the Void build. So whether it's an aspect or fragment or whether it's an exotic that ties into having There's to use no Void. Way, could you imagine a Hunter running around with Overshields and or Devour? Yeah, you, you guys would, would would immediately say it's broken. No, why would it matter? Because you get a limited. If a hunter got it, it would be a limited port, like a, a limited amount of whatever that ability is. But because it ties into void, you're kind of having to build into that. We no. would get like you would get the full usage of like the invis. Say you get like fifteen seconds if you wear a certain exotic, whereas we would only get maybe like five to seven seconds if we were doing our exotic or something but it's just like that kind of we're all one <laughs> subclass but, but that's just it though man they can't do that because of the whole they can that's why they've identity. reworked it if you do that then there's no point in having classes that's what i'm trying to say you might as well just be warframe where i can be a, a hunter and i can just give myself a bunch of titan bs you know there would be no point to having classes well, if that were the case well, maybe that's the way they're going. Maybe two years from now, that's where we are. They're they're building towards a point where you can you can spec into things. Or again, you you can absolutely be a be a hunter that's beefy like a titan. It's not going to be better than a titan being beefy like a titan. But you can spec into that if you want to. Just like you can spec into a mobile super quick titan like a hunter. It's not maybe the best way to play that style. But if that's the way you want to do it, they're not going to stop you. I mean, I don't see any problem with specking into different things. Yeah, will it be the best app? Like, will it be the best version of invisibility on a Titan? Absolutely not. Will a Hunter be the beefiest Titan he can be? Absolutely not. But you can do it. You can, you know, get a taste of that. I don't. I don't. I think see no issue with that. that. I don't think it's going to get that far. 
I mean, they, I they said that previously the two supers, Ward of Dawn and Sentinel Shield, were tied to one another from control standpoint. So you basically used one input to kind of create the, the Ward of Dawn bubble or you went into the Sentinel Shield. So uh, the two functions are separated with Void 3.0, which means that the Ward of Dawn is nearly now instant in activation. And uh, the Ward of Dawn has been moved to the fastest super cooldown tier, making it more available to the Titans if needed. Um, just as before, the Sentinel Shield will allow Titans to traverse the battlefield bashing foes with a Void Shield or tossing their shield as a melee attack. Throwing shields will damage opponents and apply a Volatile if controlled demolition is equipped, whilst the shield bash kills with Grant Overshield. So there are three Titan aspects to choose from with Void 3.0. So you can have the controlled demolition, which is hitting a target with a Void ability or Volatile destination will make them Volatile. Bastion. Casting Barricade generates Overshield for yourself and nearby allies. Those bunkering behind the shield will regenerate Overshields over time and extend the Overshield duration. An Offensive Bulwark. While you have an Overshield or are inside the Ward of Dawn, grenades charge significantly faster and you have increased melee damage. You also gain additional shield throws for your Sentinel Super Shield. Hunters. Hunters, the prioritised movement and stealth of heat of battle, whether it's enjoying a few moments of tactical recalibration in a tense encounter by briefly vanishing after dodge or attack, or setting the snares hunters going and traps to disorientate again. and slow their opponents. A fight with a hunter is always a sturdy, is always a study in agility, surprise, and deadly precision. Well, you see it right there. He, he even specified hunters are going to be able to go into this. He didn't say a titan well, gets reprieve or a warlock gets reprieve. Hunters, well, that is their we, identity. Well, Respawn, I counter your article from Reddit with my own article from Reddit, and I put the link in the show notes at the very bottom where it says, additionally, titans and warlocks can get invisibility. Titans and hunters can get devour. So until we're told one way or the other by Bungie in so many words... No one, everyone's taking their best guess. So we're going to have to agree to disagree until Bungie tells us. Yeah. In addition to the Spectral Blade Super, the Shadow Shot variants that Hunters are accustomed to, Deadfall and Mobius Quiver, will still be found in Void 3.0 updates, though there are some changes to be aware of. For example, Mobius Quiver will fire volleys of three arrows that will now track targets and make them volatile if they are tethered. In addition, with Deadfall, the Void Anchors are dropped after Shadow Shots will now will now pull enemies towards it when impacting a surface or target. The Hunter's Snare Bomb melee ability will now weaken opponents. In PvP, players caught in the Snare Bomb will have their HUD removed and obscuring screen effects applied for a short period of time. And the Hunter aspects are Trapper Ambush. Players can activate Quickfall to spend their melee charge to dive to the ground, creating a smoke, upon, smoke cloud upon impact. Enemies caught in the cloud are weakened and allies become invisible. In addition, snare bombs attach, upon attached to a surface or enemy cause nearby allies to become invisible. Vanishing step. Dodging makes hunters invisible. Stylus executioner. Defeating a void debuff target, weakened, suppressed or volatile, grants invisibility and true sight. Whilst invisible, after a stylus execution, your next melee attack weakens the enemies. And then finally, I for I warlocks. The infinite mysteries of the universe are the playground of the Warlocks. When they aren't nose-deep in ancient texts, Warlocks are floating across the battlefield, healing allies and creating havoc among their foes. Void 3.0 fine-tunes these powers, and the Warlocks' new aspects will, among other new abilities, summon brand new types of support for the yawning void of space-time. The Nova Warp Super lets Warlocks quickly teleport from one spot to the next, and players can choose to let loose with the deadly vol 
deadly void eruption. With the Vortex Super Enhancement, a player's Nova Bomb will now drain enemies in singularity it creates, damaging them once inside. Casting a Nova Bomb with Cataclysm Enhancement will cause it to travel across the battlefield and seek out enemies. Detonations will shatter into smaller seeker projectiles and shooting the Nova Bomb will cause it to detonate early. Basically what we have now. The Warlock's Melee, Pocket Singularity, fires an unstable ball of void energy that detonates when it's near enemies pushing them away from the blast and making them volatile. According to Destiny designer Mike Hubbolt, Humboldt, he explains this melee will find particular use in the Crucible. We do a lot of PCP testing uh, and knocking someone who's trying to use shotgun rush off the map with a pocket singularity is always a good time. Uh, as with the Titans and Hunters, Warlocks will have three aspects to wield, and we've already kind of gone over those. So there you go. And apparently your magnetic grenade will overcharge into your handheld supernova. So it's still there. Yeah. The component class specified aspects Void 3.0 will also introduce a number of fragments, which will offer new perks to build upon, as well as add bonuses or penalties to your garden's intrinsic stats. Here's a look at a few of the fragments to come. So Echo of Expulsion, Void Ability Kills cause enemies to explode, an intellect bonus. Echo of Provision, damaging an enemy with grenade grants melee energy, strength penalty. Echo of Domineering, after suppressing a target, gain greatly increased mobility for a short duration and your equipped weapon is reloaded from reserved, and that's a discipline bonus. Echo of Undermining, Void Grenades weaken enemies and discipline, discipline penalty. So you can put those two on side by side and cancel out your discipline. Yeah. While enjoying both increased mobility, suppression, and all the weakening you can enjoy. Uh, another significant change for Void 3.0 is all subclasses will have access to the Void Grenade types in the game. For example, as a hunter, you'll be able to run with a suppressor or magnetic grenades instead of choosing between just Void Spike, Void Wall or Vortex. In addition, some grenades will see upgrades. For example, the lingering field created by the Vortex Grenade will now suck in enemies. Players who have played Destiny before the Witch Queen expansion will have access to all the Void 3.0 aspects and most of the fragments with the launch of the Witch Queen on February 22nd, 2022. Several fragments will be available after the world's first raid completion. New Destiny 2 players will earn their aspects and fragments as part of the New Light game experience. I'm so happy they didn't turn this into a big long, like, you know, as you play through the campaign, you'll unlock and learn the secrets of the Void. It's just... You've been with us this long. We're going to get this to you. You have it already. We're not taking it away from you. I did think that that was going to be the case is that somewhere mm -hmm. in the storyline, it ties into that uh, Savathun affects the Void subclass more than the other two. And we then have to go back and rebuild it over time, over the seasons. We have to then collect different aspects, different fragments, uh, like we've done with Beyond Light. We're visiting the stranger and, and going and doing different things. So it is nice to, like you said, get it all, most of it, from the get-go uh, does sound like there is going to be a few kind of hidden away that you have to do certain objectives to actually complete it either maybe do the raid or do x amount of things to actually earn it so i hope they've kind of done that it's not like if you do the raid and the raid only you can only earn it because there are a lot of people that would be locked out of that yeah now i'm sure it's one of those story things where like you know when the raid is finished something in the world happens and now an activity yeah. is unlocked or this thing is available and now you can go now they're in the pool for nightfalls or, or whatever it happens to be. 
Uh, across all these abilities, tweaks, new powers, and buildcraft options, one theme is clear. The team behind Void 3.0 is focused on giving Guardians the chance to fulfill the fantasy of their chosen class by giving them ample opportunities to do what their class does best. As Dunn puts it, we've built out multiple ways for the player to, to access and key off their core verbs. Uh, I'm just looking forward to getting this in, in my hands and playing with it. I, 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 never, I never really did like really play with the stasis subclass much like i think part of it was just all the titan i never quite got the handle of the super and the movement and i understand it but i never quite enjoyed it whereas the void subclass is what i've mained for the last two years i feel like mm. on the titan especially so i'm really excited to get my hands on that and just be able to play with you know as they were saying i can't remember if it was the podcast or the twab or the vidoc where they were saying, you know, basically we, we had the we had the four diamonds before. You could pick four diamonds, and we and those are your only options. Being able yeah. to actually choose what I want to do and really spec into something, or you know, I want I want to spec into my volatility and my suppression, or I, or I really want that overshield. And so I'm 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 excited to play with, or cautiously excited to play with this. We'll say. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I've really enjoyed the Stasis Hunters. Now that was a that was a game changer. I mean, apart from running like the void tethers in raids and things, where it was kind of that's kind of what you did. You never you never ran arc, did you? Respawn. You never ran. I mean, nope. you could possibly run golden gun with Celestial Nighthawk. The only ones you ever taken to a raid. Yeah. So it's like it just gave you another thing because if you like with this season, if you threw out your stasis tornado, you gave the team a buff if you had one of the. The mods on from your artifact of mm -hmm. if they use their light abilities so i, I like that with the the stasis well, hunter tornado, just just a dust field grenade was enough to, to brock it <laughs> but you know what yeah you know what yeah. i mean yeah it's just like i agree with you with the titans it was like a drunk toddler you just that thing just went all over the place and i would rather i'd only use it to time. kind of buff my stats and maybe use it to build into like grenade throwing or shields and things like that i wouldn't necessarily use it i mean i've been using solar for so many months now and i can't wait for a solar overhaul mm. but then i don't want to lose what i've kind of built into with solar now are you not worried going into this with them changing stuff and like they said with the hunters something's some little key points have been taken out or reworked so are you not kind of worried about that or are you just happy to go well, ahead no i'm not worried about it at all because what it sounds like is is because I don't use poison anything as a hunter, right? So if I can just get rid of any and all aspects that have to do with poison and just spec into invis, 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 so much invis, that's all I want is all of the invis, then that's, I'm happy, you know? So all I care about is my invis. And if I can choose all these aspects and fragments that would improve my abilities to go invis or to make my teammates invis or to get bonuses from being invisible, then that's exactly what I'm looking forward to. I just want to strap detonators to people's chest still. That's, yeah. you know, they're, they're, oh, not, taking, not, they're not taking yeah. my volatility away. That's that, that was my only, not concern, but that they might, you know, tweak that and play with that. I mean, that was, that was really, the suppression was fun to a point, but it, and then it's a grenade. I feel like it had limited use and limited, I don't know, it's not the thing I turn to, but the volatility is what I really enjoy playing with. And I'm, excited to play with some of like the the weakening mechanic where i not only can i suppress you i can then also maybe weaken you or get my overshield and then weaken you and then just go to town on you wail on the boss or the whoever it is so yeah i'm just I'm curious we have to see how this 
to other grenades, man, because hunters have always had the short end of the stick on grenades, man. And the fact that, at least in the void aspect, we're all going to be on the same page in regards to grenades specifically. And that, I think, is good. You know, because I don't think grenades should be a defining factor of what class you want to play. So which, what grenade, what grenade, because uh, I know it's magnetic grenades for the Titan. Mm-hmm. What's the hunter? The hunter that we have currently is the, the, void ball, the void spike, and then it's like a, a grenade that puts a little void, uh, oh, the, uh, like the black hole thing in an area. It's like, the, yeah, it's like the warlock one. You, you throw it down, yeah. like the yeah, solar yeah. grenade for the warlocks. Exactly. It's just, it burns on the floor for, it's shorter than what the, the warlock uh, solar grenade is, isn't it? I don't know. It lasts a while. I, I've never timed it specifically. Maybe I've been doing some while. races too much when I throw out those void. Uh, <laughs> Maybe those solar grenades. So, 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 so. I mean, am I wrong that the, there's like, like today in the game, only the Titans have magnetic grenades. Like no, Correct. like you, like you're not throwing. So, only so, you have magnetic and suppression. Currently. Right. So, so what uh, is there not one that only the hunters have? I'm sure the hunters have something. Only the, the hunters void have, stick on the wall. Uh, no. Because and the void equivalent of that. So that's I mean, the Titans have a lightning grenade, which is, I mean, not exactly the same thing, but basically the same thing as a void stick. Right. And we have the, the void wall grenade as well. Right. Uh, so, I, I, I was trying to figure out if, if you know, I knew, I knew the magnetic guys didn't know if the warlock and the, and the hunters had a class specific grenade that only they had. Nope. Well, not the not the hunters anyway. I don't. You I don't do. You have the void the stick. You have the, the void, void stick wall. is similar to your lightning grenade. Yes, but you have that. We don't have that, and n- neither do the warlocks. You have the lightning yeah. equivalent. The warlocks, yeah. though, but yeah, but there's do. yeah, but there's like no like magnetic equivalent. That's what I guess what I was trying to get to. Like, there's no mag- magnetic equivalent. No, to... we have a stick, but our sticky we have to aim that. There's no yeah. curving well, towards the end. Well, I mean, well, I mean, so do we. I mean, it, uh, you still have to throw the grenade at the thing you're throwing it on. Okay, okay yeah, well, yeah, you've got the. Yeah, magnetic because it, it kind of goes to you have some yeah, aim assist a little bit yeah yeah okay I, I was just trying to figure out yeah if there were other yeah because i know we're gonna all share grenades come yeah. tuesday but i wasn't sure if there was i wasn't sure if i should be excited about getting new grenades and, and that, and that does all. make sense for the for the hunters at least to, to have access to suppression because that's what our tether does so why is it that we have a tether that can suppress, but we never had access to the suppression grenades or the suppression uh, debuff aside from tether? Because know? they haven't touched this class since 2017. So this yeah. class is five years old. And and yeah, as Night Demon is fond of bringing up, was not even in Destiny 1 to start with. It was sort of a response to the solar and the arc that we did have and was brought into the game then. So it's sort of fitting that it's get, it gets its first fancy rework. After uh, after stasis. After a hot minute. So I know you've been chomping at the bit to get at this week at Bungie for the 10th of February this week, but we've kind of covered a lot of the stuff that they've gone put into that. I mean, they go over the, the Vidoc at Bungie the beginning. Bungie's basically just the Vidoc, yeah. 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 But yeah, you want to tell us a bit about the um, interactive trailer. Well, that's why, I was, that's why I was chomping at the bit, because, it's, yeah, it's the Vidoc. And it's the interactive trailer, and then it's all about Void 3.0. So we've done two thirds of those. Yeah, the inter- interactive trailer I thought was interesting. I was, just, you know, as, as I've seen several people say, "Oh, this is nothing new. This is nothing, you know." Sell it know. to me. Then. Sell it to me. Right. Sell it yeah. To <laughs> well, well, I mean, it was just sort of a neat experience of, you know, I mean, it, one, it does give you some story. Bungie, Bungie is great at trailers and great at things, but there's not a ton of narrative. Just like 
sit back. We're going to tell you a story. I mean, they did the same thing with the Saint 14, you know, scaring all the little fallen children sort of really told you a story and sold you who this character is and why the, the fallen look at him like this, the, the like look at him the way they do as this monster and this creature of the night. Again, from another certain point of view. Yeah, right. So it was sort of neat to say, and again, it, it's, I mean, one, I think is just Bungie, again, their foray into, we want to make media. We want to expand this Destiny world outside of this game that you're all obsessed with and play endlessly. And this is, you know, again, and, and each of these new seasons where they'll sort of set the stage, what, what do they call it? Like para, paranormal? Paracausal. Uh, paracausal detectives. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, like Shadowkeep was sort of the horror season. It would be spooky and whatever. Which it has some story beats of that, but it, it's it's sort of like, yeah, other than there being floating bodies on the moon, there's not much there. So I like that they're sort of like setting the scene and setting us up as like, you know, like here's our case file where the detectives were walking into this interactive trailer as, hey, here's our case file. Here's what we're trying to figure out. And it's nice to not only get the, you know, because I watched it, I mean, it's only like three, three minutes or so. So I watched the whole thing through to sort of get Ikora's narration and then watch it through a second time because there's a number of... The interactive of, one? Yeah, 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 because there's, there's a number of little pop-ups, like little, um, it looks like little dice, and it's, oh. it's also marked by little dots on the t- on the timeline, where if you oh. click into those, it'll give you, you know, additional information about the worm gods, who they were, and sort of why you care. So it's it's nice to have the story of, hey, here's what you're doing, here's the detective story we're about to launch you in on, but then also some context, where it doesn't take away from their narrative, you can, you can click on here to go, yeah, exactly, some, some narrative to be like, okay, who are these people and why do we care? Whether, yeah, exactly. whether you come to this fresh or you're just like, I shoot aliens, I don't know who, who they are or why. So if you do want to get a little deeper and go, why are we doing this? Why are we? Because they're shooting at me. That's why. Yeah, it just gives you a little <laughs> bit more there. And honestly, it was just sort of nice. I just I, I don't know. I just like the storytelling of it. Like I like I like that I could watch it and then get a little bit more out of it. Because I would really like to, like, I really enjoy Lore's, or not Lore's Arf, yes. I really enjoy Arf's lore, and I enjoy the lore, but I am not good at reading things and putting them together in context. Because it'll be like, here's 16 names. Who are these people? Right. Why are they doing what they're doing? I, uh, I, I definitely had Destiny PD open as he was reading to go, okay, here's who's telling me the story. Who is this person, and why are they telling me this? Oh, you're, you're related to Crota, you're in this phone. That's why you care about this. So, which makes me stupidly excited for whatever, you know, TV, movies, comics, books, whatever they're going to put out about the Destiny universe. And two, I enjoyed this trailer for the same reason of it gave me some story beat and a little back backstory and context with the who's and the how's and the why's. And I'm, I want to have feelings over the whole paracausal detective thing, but it sort of just feels like, I don't know, the storytelling has definitely gotten better, but it's definitely not what I play the game for and not really what I'm invested in. So again, if I can enjoy the story sort of outside of the game, I am more than happy to do that. So I don't know if I sold it to nineteen, but there's my pitch. I'm that sold. Was, uh, more you, than you, know, you don't have to sell me too much. I, I mean, I figured you—you, you, I could just be like, "Hey, there, there's a thing," and you're already there. You, you, it, your money's well, down. You did. It literally. You money. posted it in the chat. You went. There's a new interactive trade. I was like, I'm not even bothering to say thank you. I'm just going to go and click it. That's it. I'm there. There. Done. On it. I thought it would take longer than just a few minutes because, like, the whole point of the interactive thing was so that the the, the detectives, the uh, 
the the guys that go in and try to find the hidden stuff would have the ability to do so with the interactive version. So when you said it was only like three minutes, I was like, what? We want. I, I mean, I mean, the, like core's narration is three minutes. You can spend as long as you want looking in there and picking mm. it apart and seeing what you want to do. Gotcha. I, I I may want to go into the twelve though and pull these images of the the warlock and the hunter and put those as beautiful backgrounds because just the void vibe I've always liked and this artwork is beautiful and I really like it. It is very pretty. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the, and the 12, we're not going to rehash it. We've already spent the last 16 hours going over all the void subclass changes. We're not going to rehash it. I love rehashing. People need to know. You you do this. This is true. There is never a word you have seen that you have not a tried to read B stumbled over and then C edited to perfection. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so w- would you like me to recap the aspects and fragments, or can we can we indeed skip past the Void 3.0 as we've talked about Void 3.0 in depth? Just just skip down to the to the well, new I, exotics I that think, we haven't talked about To be about honest, yet. I think people, you'd, it's just going to be fun to play with. Just, just yeah, stop listening to us t- tell you about the Void 3.0 and just go and play it. Play what it is now, see what it's like, and go, yeah, that's all right. But in two weeks, you know, week and so many days, it's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ten, 10 days from as we record and even less from as you hear this. So, yeah. So, t- tell us about the legendary campaign stuff, because that's interesting. Oh, legendary campaign stuff. Was that it? It really do be like that sometimes. So, basically, they say, you know, Guardians have been asking for a challenge. So, they've created for us a challenge from the company that brought you Halo. From the stories of you have of Halo playing the Halo campaigns with your friends over and over again, laughing your heads off, driving each other off of maps, Bungie's like, what if we did that with the campaign? Which is, I kind of feel like a long time been just sort of like a throwaway part of this game. Like you do it once and maybe help your friend through it, but then do you ever go back and play it? Do you ever think about the campaign after that? Ever, nineteen, but not counting you, because there's something you can go back and claim without a doubt. But for the rest of yeah. us, like, is it ever a thing you ever think about interacting with again? I mean, no. So but I'm I happy the that there's is, now if a reason. They were to in the game, it. people would like to play them every now and then. Right. Yeah. And again, if there's a reason, like if you had you know different legend, different difficulties, like if you get double reward chests during. If you get your double chest rewards, offering one to three extra chests per mission. So you get to receive one player at some point? Or are you going to be able to put a fire team together and go from beginning to end as a fire we'll team? We'll respawn. The mighty are forged in battle. But is it that way for solo players too? Bungie's had a lot of aspirational content in the past, but Legendary gives us a chance to give solo players more equal footing with those opting to play with a fire team. Enemy damage and health scales to match your fire team. So it won't be a one-to-one because triple both health, health just isn't fun. Oh. But even so, you, so can you, go in solo, go in you can go in solo okay. or with a fire team oh, okay. and, and the activity will scale for whether there's one of you, two of you, three of you. So yeah. you can play any way you want to play. You can do it solo. You can bring a friend. You can bring two friends. You can bring three friends, but they have to be buddies of some sort with a warlock. That's the rule. The way we have it. And, it, and if you're jumping into doing this, you know, again, you know, we, we listed some rewards you could get, but if you want the legendary difficulty, I know why would you not at some point if you complete all missions on legendary it'll players the following a new exclusive emblem to those who complete the campaign on legendary difficulty 
a triumph. Oh, you have the 19 minutes. A triumph requires in, the I'm newest title for Throne one. World. <laughs> yep, a new triumph for, for your Throne World title. Yep. A set of gear 20 above the soft cap at 1520 power level. What? So day one, set of gear 20 above the soft cap. Eight, you read that right. Eight upgrade modules. Your new Witch Queen exotic armor that is typically reserved for the PED lost sectors. Which is I don't know what the P P E D lost sector drops. That's that's the but one that threw me. You can't do this on day one though, right? Because because uh, like other yes. why well, why wouldn't you? Yes, you can do it from day one. Well, I'm telling you why you can't. Reward. I'm telling you why you can't. It might be available from day one. No, you but can. you might be light level restricted. You can't no. do a legendary. No, I'm just going to continue reading. Listen, oh. you do this all the time. Listen. So first off, how difficult is this going to be? Well, to set the, the difficulty expectations, the campaign has been designed to be harder than a, than a Legend Nightfall, though easier than a solo dungeon or a Grandmaster. Wow. So di difficult, but not impossible. Enemies are more difficult and more aggressive. They'll have higher damage resistance. Again, you know, it scales up just like anything else. Different modifiers, all that Probably good stuff. Probably have champions, yeah. The challenge of Legendary also comes from switching up enemy interactions and infiltration, like swapping out an elite for a boss or having an influx, influx of more red bar foes. So yeah. Throw a champion in, throw more people at you. So can I overlevel this content? Each mission does cap your power, similar to the raid contest mode, so that all okay. guardians will have an equal playing field to avoid feeling like every step is a grind. The mission launch screen will have a skull displaying each mission's max effective power. If you're under level, be prepared for a bit of a tough fight. So, you so if, you're, if you're under level, can you go in? Absolutely. If you're over level, can you go in? Absolutely. But it's going to bring you down from that over level to where it wants you to be, but if you're under level, you're gonna fight, crawl, tooth and nail your way through this entire thing with all of the hive guardians waiting for you. So potentially day one, you can have a full set of armor that is twenty light level above the soft cap. Yes. Day one. Mm -hmm. Yes. So if you want to grind, if you want to grind your face off, that's your way to do it. I'm grinding the hell now, out of that. Going back to the Vidoc, there was a screenshot that they showed you of the legendary. Um, mission and there's a couple of symbols on there but none of them are locked loadouts so i'm guessing that you could go in and change up your load up as you as you're progressing through so you're not kind of locked i mean it could change i mean yeah. as i said before these screenshots are things where they were in development but it looks like you know there's there's some new symbols in there but there's like um attrition and things like that that are probably still in there and burns that you're affected but you know what i mean yeah. it's the things that we've kind of seen at the moment but there doesn't seem to be a locked loadout i mean it could change they could do it like weekly it could change weekly of how like we've got with nightfalls and the strikes at the moment each week is a different set of legendary objectives to go through so they may have a match game week they may not it's, it's interesting from what they showed us in the vidoc anyway yeah, for, yeah. for newer players, the reason attrition puts a bad taste in your mouth is because you can't heal. You have to run around, pick up these little diamonds to get your health back around the map. So you well, can't you, just like you a can heal if you wait long enough. Bring a warlock. No, so, oh, you can heal if you wait long life. enough. <laughs> can you? You can yes. only heal to a certain point, though. No, if you wait long enough, it will reheal on you. Really? Yep. Yeah. It's got to be like two or three times longer because I've hidden my yeah. rock for a long ass time and not gotten health. Okay. Well, eventually, eventually, you can outwit it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah. So you're, you're, to your point, I mean, I think they're going to treat this like a campaign. This is this isn't like a single, you know. And again, campaign, multiple steps, multiple things. Like they do go on to say, you know, they didn't want to trivialize the darkness encounters compared to solo play. So you're limited to one revive per player for each Woo! darkness zone, and a shared timer of forty seconds before an automatic wipe happens. Presumably, if someone is presumably if it's someone's solo. dead. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're solo, you just wipe the end. Yeah, you so, wipe that encounter and you start again. Yeah. yeah. So again, I mean, you know, this is meant to be a campaign, you know, it's go, th- you know, fight through this piece by piece by piece, not a, not a nightfall of this is a set objective. Go do this particular task. You wait, esoteric, day one. Oh, well, yeah. four hours into it, he'll have completed Obviously. this. Got the emblem, got the, got the bag, got the cup, got the mug. Yeah, I love everything. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, can you start it with Legendary? You don't have to go through it and then come back and come through it as Legendary again. You can do it the first time as a Legendary. Yes. Yes. Yeah, there will be a node that you can start it you know, you know, normal as I say, sort of normal. Oh, sorry, on classic or legendary anytime. So you can go in on legendary day one, or you can say, "Let me get through this," then go back and do legendary. So, what level? They say it's you know harder than a legend nightfall. Which which tier is that? The second is is a hero legend. A legend master, is the second master? tier. Okay, nightfall. yeah. So, so basically, it, it'll be a little harder than the nightfall where you can go in match made. And it'll be easier than than a grandmaster. So you know that seems, Yo, feels like it feels, e- like a, feels like a good challenge. Could easily do that day one, dude. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, like it, it feels like it's a, that challenge feels like it's it's in a good spot. I'll accept yeah. that challenge, and I want you to stream that. Agreed. That seems easy day one, right? Go on, you stream that day one. I want to oh, see yeah. that. I, I want well, to see. I, 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 I always stream day one, dude. <laughs> well, well, it's good because heroes are always welcome, guys. Heroes yeah. are always. Welcome. Oh, you got to jump all the way down there, didn't you? So, so that's just where we are. We didn't jump. We're we're, we're just trucking through now. We're we're moving. We're cruising. So, did did you see this this lovely new video about um all heroes being welcome and, yes. and yes. how you should play I and did. become legend? Yes, and how eventually it'll start uh having actual players and actual people with their actual guardians on here. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I feel like I, I watched like the What Is Destiny animated. Like I feel like some of these are like like Bungie. Why didn't you like think about this? I don't know, three or four years ago, because some of these are better better understandings of what this game is than anything Bungie has done officially up till now. So again, I don't know if it's is it that sweet Sony money? Is it just going to the community being like, guys, we don't know how to explain what our game is. Can can you help? So it's nice to see them actually going. We want new players. Um, how do we do that? Uh, someone's got to. Yeah. Destiny is unique in the fact that it's trying to be two things and not really succeeding at either and not really failing at either. Either. Yeah. So because of that, it puts it in a unique spot because it's not just a first-person shooter. It's not just a looter shooter. It's not just an RPG. It's some kind of... It's This is the way. It's the question. Why do you keep making references to Star Wars? Uh, be, I don't. It's them because it's who he who he is. Uh, did they? I, I, I heard you like some new exotics. Oh yeah. Well, no, I like. Hold on. He likes one or two new exotics. <laughs> hold yeah. on. You can take the others and throw them in the bin. As yeah. As he's uh, yeah. Not not right. plural. I, I, I respond. I heard you like new exotic. Yeah. Yeah, right, let me go over this because this I have some opinions on this. Okay, oh, the so excitement in his voice. I am <laughs> shocked. 
<laughs> I haven't read anything yet. So these days, Destiny 2 literally has a fashion show. So I think we're long past days of pretending Destiny isn't a massive flex of gear and those sweet, sweet dance moves. With more exotics on the way, as we crush the enemy, question, uh, as we crush the enemy, question mark at the end. Are they really the enemy? Hive ghosts with our bare hands. We wanted to give a little sneak peek at some of the new exotic armor that Guardians will be able to don and what sort of perks they come with. Um, so even without looking, you can tell this is Titan. That is very Titan-ish with the whole Titans-like faces on their masks. I don't know why. I don't know. But, I would have said that could have gone for a warlock. No, that is Titan. Like when I look at it, it looks like a mask you already have minus the flame. The, 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 yeah, the stone it, face mask. Yeah, it's, it's not the Titans like having faces on their masks. They keep giving them to us and we never use them. And we <laughs> put them in the vault and never think about them again, which may or may not, may not be the fate of this one. So let's see. It's all fun and games in the Destiny class war until somebody takes it seriously. So without further ado, let's dive into what goodies all three classes will have in store and a little additional insight from the dev team. All right, this one right here, this one that's on fire with the little flaming elf ears, says it's the Laurely Splendor Helm for Titan. And it's more than just a pretty face. It has, and this is terrifying for PvP, ugh, it has Carterizing Flame Perk. This allows for sunspots to heal players when they have Sun Warrior. Additionally, are you critically wounded? No big deal. The perk also ensures that a sunspot is created in your location to give you that one last fighting chance with a quick grenade and melee ability recharge and longer supers. Plus, more damage? Question mark. Jotun. Um, <laughs> Jotun aside. Jotun aside. So, no, I'm okay. going to be pairing that with Jotun. See yeah, if that works with Jotun, because that gives by. you the sunspots. With, with standby, right? So you oh, have Jotun, the exotic, you have a helmet, uh, you have a helmet that makes your sunspots heal, right? Which is already terrifying. But the part of this helmet that really scares the bejesus out of me is, let's say you're a warlock, or let's say you're any class. You run up on this titan, you go to melee him, you go to shoot him in the face with a shotgun, whatever, right? Instantly, a sunspot spawns at his feet, both damaging you and healing him at the same time. And then he just nukes you, you know, with his shotgun or his melees or his Jotun or whatever, right? This is going to give Titans unbelievable survivability in PvP. I'm calling it right now. It's but the next one used for a day worse. and never again. <laughs> Well, I think this is, honestly, I think this is going to be very used in PvP and especially some high-end PvE activities. Giving you that extra survivability and healing sunspots is really going to give Titans some versatility in some of the higher-end PvE content, I think. I think this is going to give you a chance to get out of your uh, Superman Slam or out of your Titan Bubble, uh, you know, safe spots. To use your sweet little tiny throwing hammers against big bosses to do DPS? No, not even that. No, not even that, right? Like, so it gives you survivability. It gives your team survivability because your sunspots heal. So if you have a Yota, like what he's talking about, or anything else that can spawn these these sunspots, you're giving your team a bunch of survivability. Like like little 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 warlock rifts all over the damn map, wherever you spawn one of these sunspots. 
you know? So, 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 so and, and I'm going to ask my demon because I don't remember and I know Respawn wouldn't know. How do you create a sunspot? Can you do it with a weapon? Does it have to be a grenade? How does one make a sunspot to take advantage of this? It's normally an ability. It's on the bottom tree of the Sunbreaker Titans. And it's normally either a grenade or a melee. And it creates a sunspot that if, if you're meleeing somebody, it creates a sunspot where you are anyway, where they kind of burn and die. And the same with the grenade. But, but, the but that's, the catch. Thing... that's the catch is in order to form the sunspot, I know this because my best friend's a Titan. In order to form a sunspot, they have to die via burn. Yes. Burn. So that's the great thing mm -hmm. about the Yotun exotic fusion rifle, because that thing just kind of tracks and goes to people. They've actually kind of intrinsically built it so that it works with the bottom tree sunbreakers. So when you get a kill, even in PvP, it will leave a sunspot where that person has died because they burn out with the one shot of the Yotun. So you can see that this helmet might pair really nicely with the bottom tree and that burn because at the moment i think you can use the it's the boots for the titan and if i can just pull those up i'll just tell you what they are because you can use uh phoenix cradles at the moment which uh because it says sun warrior uh, spots last lo twice as long allies that pass through your sun spots are granted sun warrior so whereas it's a five second timer with just normal sunspots with the phoenix cradle it's 10 seconds which is why yotun pairs really well with it so you're either gonna have to i mean it's gonna be some kind of gameplay with it but it's it's gonna be quite good to play with now yeah. i know respawn's gonna go through these um exotics for you and normally the main way of getting these exotics is going through the legendary or master loss sectors and Bungie did confirm that last week, I think it was, that there's only going to be one Lost Sector per day, but you can either select Legend or Master version. If they continue the trend of the, the way that the rotations go, and our final day that we know of, 100%, is Monday, and it's going to be Exotic Helmets. So Titans, you're going to have to wait a few days. Yeah, but uh, plan, you're gonna... plan on Wednesday the game being back up, because Tuesday you're probably going to have a lot of issues if you log in. Yes, but if you play on Tuesday, if you play on Wednesday before the reset happens on uh, Wednesday, whatever time it is for you guys, because it's it's only like is it midday for you guys? It's just around after one, eleven or twelve. Here it's about five o'clock. So yeah, it's, it's, about it's noon. twelve because our resets it, already yeah. happened. Yeah. If they continue with the the rotation, they may change it up with Witch Queen. So this isn't guaranteed. So potentially on the witch queen reset will be exotic legs wednesday will be exotic arms thursday will be exotic chests fridays will be the exotic helmets and then it goes back to legs again saturday arms sunday chest on monday and the helmet again on the tuesday so that's if they keep with the same rotation of what exotic items are dropping as i said they could change it up they could change i mean we know they're going to change which lost sectors are available they may have the EDC ones come back. They may have made some of the other ones, I think, on Nessus, um, Legend and Master. So it's kind of keep your ear to the ground. But this is where you're going to get some of these exotics from. And they haven't confirmed whether this is the only place that you can get them from. But it has been for the last two years, isn't it, with the Legendary and Masters? This is the only place to get the new exotics before they come out of the rotation. And then they're thrown into the, the loot pool, as it were. But yes, yeah, so... Carry on, respond. Uh, moving. Uh, so it says from the dev from the dev team playtest name Sunspot Helm. Uh, I'm sorry, Stag Spot Helm. 
Uh, the goal here was to embrace the awesome art and give Sunspot players another choice besides Phoenix Cradle, like what you were yeah. talking about. Also, melee builds are becoming more popular, and this makes higher level difficulty melee more viable, at least in theory. Uh, this chess piece is the epitome of, I think it's just going to go on the vault, like what Parody says. But theoretically, see, if, if, if you Titans had an overall better uh, stasis class, because your stasis class sucks, I'm not even going to lie, right? Just, I'll give you that. Your stasis class sucks. And this being tied directly to your stasis doesn't help things. But in theory, what this chess piece does is pretty strong. And what it does for you Titans is it says it's the Titans Horfrost Z chess piece. Um, though this one takes a chiller approach to combat for stasis users with the glacial fortification perk. But it also a, says don't scoff at it, though. It does so don't scoff. That. You're scoffing. Think, we'll, we'll, we're we're scoffing. Get, we'll get into why I'm scoffing later, right? Because yeah. your overall, this isn't going to save your overall class. This is a phenomenal exotic for one aspect, and I'll, I'll get to that. Um, when a player uses stasis, it allows for a Titan Barricade to become an an impressive wall of stasis crystals. What they don't tell you is there's a little hole in the middle where you can still shoot through. So you get a big-ass wall of crystals, but the very, very middle is like your half barricade, right? An Whatever that's called. Impressive wall. Yeah. yeah. It's taller. So it gives you a way to shoot th- shoot past the wall without breaking crystals, which is kind of cool. Um, but it's a small window, so having all three or all six people shoot through that window is going to get complicated quickly. Uh, anyway, um, these crystals will slow any target that gets too close while also boosting a player and their fire team's weapon, reload speed, stability, and range. But what they don't tell you right here is depending on the aspects and fragments a Titan has, for each part of this crystal that's broken, or for each enemy that dies near these ice crystals, you could be healing. You could be giving yourself and your teammates overshields. You could do all kinds of stuff with this wall by itself, depending on the aspects and fragments that Stop you have. It. You, you had can... me at healing. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, healing and 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 um, overshields in addition to weapon reload speed, stability, and range. So this is a very powerful chess piece if you got the white if you have the right. Aspects and fragments on. Now, or that if your team does. Said, yeah, I think. I think this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is one where it's it's not so much the chess piece for the chess piece's sake, but I think it's going to be what you can spec into using an ability to create, you know, more ice, more, you know, because it should be any of those, you know, when your stasis crystal blah 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 happens. That I think is going to be the power of this one. And you exactly. do need to be wearing. You do need to be using the stasis subclass. To make and this that's the downside. Exotic work. Is yeah, base subclass is not great. It's really not. You, you don't have the DPS. You have the ad clear, granted, but you've got nothing for boss DPS, and that's a shame. Um, moving forward, this was a team effort. The original idea was to replace barricades with just a single ice block, but Kevin Yanes and the abilities team had some ideas and some stuff lying from Beyond Light for spawning crystals. Uh, to spice it up, we wanted to have it grant new benefits of Rally Barricade, and then Giannis suggested that the spawned objects could just be a stasis version of a Rally Barricade window. It provided to be a ton of fun, and the rest is history. Now, again, the left and right side, you have the full-on, tall Rally Barricade 
height crystal. But in the very middle, even. sorry, towering barricade. But the very middle is the rally barricade. So it's a big U shape of ice. Um, again, sounds fun, but we'll see how it works out considering how you do have to use just as a subclass. I'm just like, eh. All right, now this is the terrifying one. This is going to be why warlocks are going to be PvE and PvP gods next season. Here we go. Okay. Out of existence like they like to do the warlocks. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Out the box, it sounds terrifying. Uh, or beneficial if you're doing high-level activity. So, okay, Warlocks, you're up. First up, let's talk about Dim Legs, because Warlock mains have definitely been shouting out their love for new second filaments armor. Second? Second? Whatever. Uh, with the Devouring Rift perk. Again, Devouring Rift perk. These shiny walking sticks of power will grant a player Devour when they cast their empowering rift, allowing for damage from both allies and individual players, the ability to disrupt foes, but in style. Listen to this. It is an empowering rift. So your weapons do more damage. You have devour for everybody who's in this. So they're healing upon every kill and you can disrupt champions. Three huge benefits from one exotic pair of pants. That is scary. And of course, the PvP aspect is empowering Rift with Devour. Oh my god. <laughs> Somebody's going to be sitting at the back with Lumonarch or whatever the hell bow or high aggressive frame sniper rifle they want and just wreaking havoc with these pants on. It's going to be. Ooh. I don't even want to think about it. I'm getting shivers down my spine. Warlocks, you guys are going to be... Oof. Anyway, this started as what we can give the Warlocks that would make Empowering Rift a more viable choice in Master Plus content. We figured the answer was, well, it probably has to heal you, obviously. And eventually we settled on what was called the Devouring Rift Pants. Overload was added to increase excitement and expand options for players that had to build for various champion-enabled content. So a warlock by themselves with these pants potentially can do um, overload, shield, and unstoppables without anybody else's help. You got the weapons. Huh? Sounds like a titan to me. It's a one-man army. Jesus, the Warlocks are going to be nutty next season. All while enjoying the perks of Devour, being restored to full health. And Empowering Rift. Getting additional grenade energy. When you get your kills, you're restored to full health again, gotten more grenade energy, and your Devour buff timer is extended. So I mean, the synergy is it makes your weapons stronger, and your weapons being stronger help you secure those kills, and securing those kills keep healing you. Oh my god, dude. Oh my god! And if you put on, um, if you put on an armor mod that with each kill gives you like additional class energy, you, oh, ah, that's that's dirty. All right. Next up are the Osmiomancy gauntlets for warlocks with the fervid cold snapper. Honestly, no matter what exotic you get after those pants, it's irrelevant. So they should have started with this and then gone to the pants because these seem so much lackluster compared to the previous exotic. Um, this nifty look allows for cold snap grenades to have an additional charge 
that will recharge faster when it makes a direct impact. The secret spawn from cold snap grenades also travels further too. Since Hunters had a Duskfield modifier and Titans had something like a Glacier modifier, it felt natural to give Warlocks something for Cold Snap. Fun fact, the ground follow for this was so fast that we had a bug filed to change how it acquires targets. What's the issue? A grenade thrown near a combatant's feet could spawn a ground follow that traveled through and behind the enemy and then turn around to come directly back toward the Warlock by the time the visual effects even applied. So, basically, what this means is you throw the grenade. You know how you can see the little ice pop up and chase people? Before you see the ice pop up, this grenade has already spawned, gone past the enemy, and come back towards the Warlock before you even see the ice crystal spawn. Wow. That's crazy. Um... It looked like the cold snaps were actively avoiding hitting targets and speeding directly <laughs> away instead. A grenade that doesn't wow. want to be a grenade. Right? And this is the exotic? That's budgie. You shouldn't have. Really, you shouldn't have. Now, um, I wonder with these gauntlets, <laughs> is this yeah. going to be that it's it's got two uh, cold snaps on like the display so that if you want to kind of hold it and have the, uh, it's, it's the aspect, you just have two it? cold snap grenade. That's yes. It. But if you have the aspect that turns it into a turret that shoots out the ice, it, uh, then you can it, have two turrets. Yes. But is it just that it gives you two, like, you know, with some of the exotics, it gives you two grenades, but then if you want to, change it into the the ice turrets because you've got the aspect on maybe you can throw out two ice turrets instead so maybe they're not as bad as you think you could be correct you I could be, be. Correct. i could be completely wrong makes, in making this stuff up no i mean make that would make the the infinite turret build just that much stronger too so you know what i i stand corrected i didn't even yeah. think about that yeah i don't say yeah i mean because i mean in the trailer they show you throw one grenade then so yeah just hold it throw it out hold a longer turret than a second turret yeah. Makes and sense. don't worry, Hunters. I still have love for you, despite the jokes. Doubtful. Uh, you've got some pretty cool gear on the way. Hunters. Including the Blight Ranger Helm with the Voltaic Mirror Perk. For you lightning lovers, here's where your arc powers can truly shine. This perk allows players to redirect with their arc staff to deal an increased amount of damage and orbs of power generation for all allies. So the first part, whenever I was saying earlier, I don't see the point in doubling the damage of something that's already a one shot. The fact that they're adding additional orbs of power makes it a little more lucrative. I still don't see a whole lot of people using it, but whatever. That's because it's not out yet. Right. Basically get in there and do some damage. Sounds like a good time. Uh, we wanted to make something for the Arc Strider that... You're not selling this to me, Hunter. Sell I, it to me. I, I, I'm a hunter. I'm a newbie day me. one hunter. You sell it to me as the leader of the master race. All right. Hey, newbie day one hunter. Go void. Or so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't even have to go void. You're going to start you on void, so you don't, you don't even have to make that choice. <laughs> there you go. Now, honestly speaking, um, the, the Arcs have had its ups and downs. At one point... The, the middle tree arc was the highest DPS with the Radeon Flux chest piece that you could get in the game. It's still relatively high in damage-wise, and overall, if you manage to stay in front of the boss and do all of the damage 
It is currently the highest damaging super in the game today. Not the highest DPS that belongs to the Titans because it's a big burst of damage in a very small window. But overall, if you stand there for the whole 13 seconds beating the crap out of a boss, you will do more overall damage by, I think, three times, two or three times more damage total than even the Titan does with his Superman Slam, right? So highest damage, but you got to stay there for a while to get it all out, right? So that's the, you want me to sell it to you? There you go. It is the highest damaging super in the game today. Cool. Okay. This makes it so that if anybody happens to shoot you while you're spinning your, you know, stripper pole, um, you send it back at them with double damage. Not bad. Doesn't really happen a lot in PvE. Um, but generating more orbs of power for your allies is a good thing. So you take you will have to replace your radion flux with this, so you won't be doing as much damage. You'll still be doing the most DPS in the game, don't get me wrong. But not DPS, the most damage in the game, but it's not gonna be as much as with the radion flux chest piece. But with this, if anybody happens to shoot you, like if if you got a bunch of witches trying to kill you before you get to the boss, you reflect damage back at them, kill them. Go in and use what's left of your super to kill the boss, and then you've generated a bunch of orbs for your allies. Really, that's the best I can sell that because it, it doesn't sound like you've got exotic, but this is geared towards the people that love Metal Tree Arc Strider. And if you are one of those hunters, here you go. Your, your prayers have been answered, but other than that, it just doesn't sound like you've got exotic to me. Um. We wanted to do something for the Arkshire that leaned into an aspect of the super that doesn't normally get focused. There are players that love wielding other people's attacks, creatures, game pieces, etc. against them. This is for those people. Also, for those of you that don't know, because it was brought to my attention that some people didn't know this, a hunter can reflect everything back with this, uh, with this, this counter, right? So if a hunter slings a tornado at you, you get frozen initially, but the tornado turns around and starts going back towards them, now with double damage. Somebody tries to golden gun you, boop, they've killed themselves. Uh, a freaking titan tries to shield throw you, well, now it goes back to him and kills him. A warlock tries to dom blade you, well, now the warlock's dead, right? So this does reflect supers, and it will be getting supers back towards their target at double damage. So, great for PvP. I don't maybe not great. Maybe maybe A tier. High yeah. B, low A for PvP, right? Hear me um, out though, PvE. Reflect an ogre's eye blast back at him for double damage. Yes. That that would be good too. Yes. But I mean yeah. I, I'm really curious how the hit detection is on this, because I'll tell you as a Titan with with a shield up that should, you know, keep him safe, tripping over rocks makes you drop your shield. So I'm really hoping you also don't trip yeah, over rocks in, and not that deflect things. Well, that was void 2.0. That was void 2.0. We walk through the, the rocks now, and we consume the rocks in void 3.0. You're fine. Well, what it, what it does is it reflects back exactly the way the attack has come at you. So, for example, if you're hit with a tracking attack and you reflect it, it will track back towards the enemy that shot it. If you're reflecting back direct fire like an ogre's eye beam that just shoots straight, right? Then you're going to be reflecting it back at a straight line the other way. So if the ogre is like mm -hmm. strafing and shooting you, you could potentially be missing him entirely depending on how fast he's strafing because it's not tracking. His I-beams don't track. So when you reflect it, 
It's just going to be going directly back from whence they came, right? So sure feel like they track. It depends on the hit. Yeah. Uh, oh, the ogres. No, they don't track. They just shoot a lot <laughs> and shoot through walls and around corners and whatever. Um, and lastly, hunters have the renewal grasps to look forward to with the depths of Duskfield perk. This gives guardians a much, a much larger radius for their Duskfield grenade. Much larger, not a little larger, much larger. While also nerfing incoming damage for allies within the dusk fields range. Now, the fact that it says allies and not you and allies is a little concerning, but we'll we'll have to play with that to see how that works. Are you um, not your own ally? Friends with yourself? I don't love Do you not love yourself? <laughs> any target? Well, actually, I guess any hunter loves themselves. <laughs> well, any target locked within that space will also deal out a reduced amount of damage so go out there and make those high cry um and everyone else in pvp who are going to continue to hate on stasis hunters with good reason right so basically as a recap this is like a stationary um uh, what's our super called i mean it, it, it's only, squall. if it's only a we're right there in the next line uh, stage hunters. Oh, okay. Stage <laughs> hunters now have a mini silence and squad that they can deploy with a grenade. This gives remnants the ability to play a more team focused role or to play more of an area control slash denial than they've been able to before. So you get a bunch of buddies in trouble, throw the cold snap grenade on them, and they take reduced damage. You got some guy that's trying to shoot you, throw a cold snap grenade. Well, now he's doing less damage to you. He's also being slowed. And if he's ridiculous enough to stay in there eventually after four and a half years will be frozen um and then you just finish them off but this i could see this is way more of a pvp designed kind of exotic i think right because in pve um, well you do have a larger grenade to for crowd control It'll help you get through those legendary campaigns. It will. I mean, this I I I'll give it I'll give it the sticker of approval. This exotic to me seems like a way more viable option than the previous one. Right? Stasis is area of denial. It locks them down. It slows them. All that good stuff. And on top of that, if we get reduced damage while in it, or they do reduce damage while they're in it, it gives utility to something that we already use. So there are a lot of revenant hunters out in the field. So this, yeah, yeah, this I see being a good exotic for hunter for PVE and PVP. Yeah, yeah. And then we're doing the Witch Queen release schedule, which we don't need to worry about that. Bunch it's, of rewards. It's the same schedule as last time. The game goes yeah. offline on the twenty first at seven p.m. Pacific, three a.m. UTC. It comes back 14 hours later if all goes well. Don't make plans to play day one. Yeah, I wouldn't. Do I'm make plans to download your new massive update before that. Because basically, the game goes offline. Two hours later, the game is available to download. Start downloading it because you and the million other people, possibly including Night Demon, that have pre-ordered the game will be downloading it. So Not servers yet. may be a little slow. Okay, you know, I'm going to get there at some point take, this week. Take your time. 
don't rush things. It's fine. <laughs> you, you you get to have the same experience we do, whether you bought it three months ago or the 21st after the service. I, I saw something online that if you're a PlayStation user, um, their downloads are larger for some reason. And they highly recommend, they highly recommend you do start a pre-download before the actual download. Because yeah, the, yeah, I mean, for some reason does- it's bigger for PlayStation. I don't know. Uh, well, players using the PS4 download of Destiny 2 will be required to download the associated PS4 compatibility pack before playing The Witch Queen for the first time. These compatibility packs can be downloaded by launching Destiny 2 after preloading the hotfix 4001 during the downtime period. So download a thing, launch it while the game is down, download the next thing. So yeah. PS4 people, um, you may have to download more than one thing because you need a compatibility pack. How it makes you compatible, I don't know. I don't have a PS4, but be aware it, that there may be multiple steps. Some of the graphics or downgrade some of the aspects from a PS5 level to a PS4 would be my guess. Yeah, um, I don't know. Xbox, they've given up on you that you don't get a patch. Well, Xbox yeah. doesn't need a patch. Xbox is just backwards Xbox is the patch. Yeah. yeah. That's, um, that's what I have strapped to my arm right now. It's fine. <laughs> um, we do have more budget rewards, though, if you didn't know. We do, but not for well, long. They're taking not them away. Ah! Yeah. As we are taking extended downtime prior to the launch of the Witch Queen, players are looking to earn the following bunch of rewards to complete the associated in-game achievement before 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is 0300 somewhere on February 21st. Um, okay, and, and, the, and they're the yeah. following. And Outfly the Wolf's Pin, Strange Coins, Moments of no, triumph, strange, one, a strange coin. A strange, strange coins. coins. They're not taking my strange coins out of my vault. Yet. Or my personal. Um, yeah. Moments of Triumph 2021 t-shirt. Beyond Light Artifact coin set. Techie and Hoodie. Eager Scepter Beanie. Deadeye. Realm Walker. Fatebringer. Splinter. Descendant. And uh, 2021 seal collectible medallion pins. Uh, players who have completed the associated in-game achievement for any of the above rewards We'll have until February 28th. As of this recording, that is 16 days. So February 28th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is 8 o'clock UTC, or I'm sorry, 0759 UTC, to purchase their Bungie rewards through the Bungie Store website. Otherwise, you don't get it. Yeah, um, if there's a thing you're trying to buy or claim, don't wait till the very last second. You're going to be disappointed. Do it before the game goes down. You're just not going to get it. Disappointed or not, you're just not going to get it. Um, Twitch gift subs bounty rewards on February 22nd, 2022, which is Tuesday. The Twitch gift subs bounty rewards will be updated with the Witch Queen. Players who are looking to obtain the current... Do it. Drice... It's it's the Windows ninety five one. That's all you need to know. It's the because I don't know how to sell dress dress against something. It sounds like Adrian. No it's yeah. the one that looks like Windows ninety five. It's the one you should go get. So you should go give your favorite streamer ten dollars to do it it's for awesome. Witch Queen. Don't you have to that's do all you need to yeah two gift subs? That's right, ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, for more information regarding Twitch extension, please visit this link. Uh, weapon cycling slash year four content vaulting. With the launch of the Witch Queen on Tuesday, certain activities, quests, destinations, items, and weapons from past seasons and expansions will become 
unavailable to access or to earn. You're giving me PTSD just even saying that. Mm, for a full list of vaulted, deprecated, or unearnable content, please visit this player support report from this link, a.k.a. Night Demon's Checklist. Oh, d d tell me about it. This week, I thought I'd done everything. I thought, <laughs> apart no. from, I mean, I've tried. I, I have really tried to go in and play the Battlegrounds playlist and cross my fingers that my, my team just do not die. I cannot seem to get the triumph that You're, I can play no. the playlist and my team mm -hmm. do not die. Somebody dies somewhere along the lines. I, myself, mm -hmm. you know, taking it easy, not dying. Wait, so you have to do the playlist? You can't go in with the fire team? You have to do you the playlist? You can go in the, as a fire team, but you have to play it in the playlist and you have to do them flawlessly. The whole fire team uh, has to do it flawless. Okay. And all four battlegrounds you have to do. Uh -huh. I'm kind of slowly residing myself that I'm not going to get that one done. Slowly there's still a week to play i was gonna and say you, you say that now but we know you're <laughs> you're gonna do your damnedest to get it anyway and i'm still mm -hmm. considering i'm still considering doing the one where i have to kill the champions doing the battlegrounds whilst wearing armor pieces i'm i'm up to halfway through and i've been doing other stuff this week but i'd like to give a shout out to blue screen um uh, fuzzco and andy this week who helped me go through the astral Who's alignment we suffered we, through with you. Yeah, yeah, I managed to convince them to do astral alignment this week and shoot all the little blue ballies in the ether section. And we did mm. an astral alignment under 10 minutes to get those triumphs and challenges done. So thank you very much, guys, for that. It was much appreciated. I am still waiting on blue screen and parody to guide me through my presage mission, which is one of the other outstanding things. You really need help with that, yeah, dude. You can solo that, dude. That's so easy. No, I no, solo no, 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 no. Getting getting through it is not the thing. Getting through it flawlessly. Oh. Yes. To get all, the emblem. All there's a, three there's of an us emblem. flawlessly. No, not all three of you. Just me. Just me. I'm being didn't, selfish here. Didn't didn't we take you through flawless, or did you die once? I, I died. I no, okay, I, died, I, thought... I died because uh, I, I came okay. around the outside to do the jumping puzzle because you guys weren't able to do it. You then got in there, so I just threw myself off the side. I was like, I'm fed up with this. Oh, so 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 it's not that you died; it's you committed suicide. I did. I was angry. Run. I was so that, angry. That one, uh, that one I will take. That's why they're not doing it with you that, anymore. That one you I will take. Your own run. That one I'll take no, no blame for. I'll take blame for everything else, but that that precise moment <laughs> I will not take blame for. You take blame. So. I, I was going through my collections, going through like the triumphs and things, like doing a little tick box for myself, going, this is what I kind of need to do before the end of the season. I came across something I am missing that is going away from the Tangled Chore that I was not aware of. Uh -oh. Now, I'm. I'm uh, do you have I'm, any chance of getting it? Yes. And it involves my son, who was very, <laughs> very upset that I was playing on his account. Now, <laughs> this involves, apparently, right, there is a ship, and I will, I'll tell you the name of the ship. The ship is called the Great Beyond. Now, this ship, on the description in the, um, in your collections, says that it is a ship that is obtainable from Season 4. And on the description, mm -hmm. it says, Source complete wanted escape bounties for Spider. I have done all the wanted bounties for Spider. Really you know what? Think. Nothing has dropped. And it was only by pure chance I thought, I'm just going to go Reddit and, and or go on the internet and do a quick search. Apparently, spider bounties don't work. No, 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 no. You have to do 
the Forsaken campaign. Now, me, as a completionist, <laughs> have already done Forsaken campaign. So, mm -hmm. unlike the new Witch Queen, it is unavailable for me to go back unless you have a patsy that you can backpack with <laughs> and join their campaign to get the the uh, to go and farm the bosses. For, so for you people that are in the stream, this is the ship he's he's stressing about right now. This ugly little yes, oh, but it's something thing. I can get for, for forsaken. No, it's something I missed out on. <laughs> he doesn't have it. That's the this part. is what he's stressing over. <laughs> no, respawn. It's not the reward. It's the fact that it's a thing he can get. You need to understand yes. that. <laughs> so, this involves going back and fighting the barons through the story missions. And you can just farm the, the last uh, Baron. And I, I found a video from Time Sausage Gaming. So anybody else that is, I know there's somebody else out there that's struggling like me. It's to, not even exotic. It's I know that there. it's not even exotic. But I will also link it in our Tangled Chill guides later. It is a, it, it's a ship that's going away that I, I can't get. But it's also in the same vein as the Cade Sparrow that you can also get from the Tangled Chill. And it drops from the final boss in the final Baron mission. So... I'm slowly been going through the Baron missions with Phoenix and he's very Wait, it's a random drop from the final boss? It's a random drop. <laughs> the same with the sparrow. So the idea is that we Phoenix is gonna backpack to me it. to that final boss. He's then going to go over, transfer host over, to me. Head over, head over, head I'm over. going to go in and kill the mm -hmm. boss. I'm then gonna reload the checkpoint up from his account again. I go back in until I get this ship. This is this is one of my goals this week, is to get that ship. But I have found a video on reasonings and whys and how to do it. If anybody else is interested, because I know there are people out there that are like me. We're insane, but there are people out there. Because like that's me. a sin. I wouldn't even say that you're insane because <laughs> I I have documented cases of insanity, and what you have and what you are doing. I don't think is the same thing from what I suffer. I just think you're weird. Okay. I am weird. And that's why half the reason why we do this podcast is so that I can tell other people <laughs> how weird you are. This, this is other just, things. This is yeah. Just a couple hours of therapy every week. You, you think it's a podcast. It's actually court mandated therapy for I, him. I don't know. We are, we, are un, we are unknowingly taking. I part. am not getting paid for this, sir. I, I don't and know. No one because, said you were supposed to. You're not a therapist. Hey, so hey, far, we sat here for three hours and 20 so minutes. Can, so we can um, get if, paid if, if nothing, sir, you are another patient, just like I am. <laughs> None of us here are the professionals. I've sat here for three hours and 20 minutes talking with you guys, and I'm I'm already kind of thinking, I need to go and do that legendary solo <laughs> Master Lost Sector. And I also, I could go and do this on Phoenix's account and, and get myself to see if I can get the ship. Like, well, I'm, tw I'm twitching already, so we, we better hurry up and carry well, on. I, I've, got, I've got some great news for you because the known issues, not a single one. No known issues. The game is perfect. Uh, no, there is a list there, of them. They just well, didn't list the list. Well, yeah, yeah, there, there, there are some things, honestly, I think at this point, they're like, we'll add them to the list. We're not going to tell you. You don't like, care. Like, we don't like, care. Like a cold snap grenade that nope, actively not, avoids not people. Uh, well, well, no, well, no they, they fixed already. That, that no, they said was filed they hope. no, they said they hope. It no, won't affect day one release. Yeah, Actually, fine. there is there is a known issue. No. No, there is, not, mm -mm. and it is halfway through the the mm -mm. twab 
with the movies of the week. And it is just DMG saying, sorry to hit the pause on the sweet twab, but wanted to talk a bit more about something that before we move on from these fun movies. So moving forward, all contributors to movie of the week or any community emblems like art of the week, fashion shows, etc., must be listed in the description of the creator at the time of selection. Any contributors not presented will be not considered for an emblem. Sorry to be a bit more firm here, but we've had dealings of some false claims for missing emblems. To keep these emblems meaningful and only grant them to those who have been participating in these awesome creations, we're just tightening things up. Hey, now, I'm missing my fashion emblem, Destiny. I just did see know. Cheese Forever did do a video this week mm -hmm. going over the reasons why people have been trying to con the system and actually getting away with it, especially over Christmas, while Bungie weren't paying too much of attention to it. So this is why they're Stolen doubling down. Valor. Stolen Valor uh, Emblem Edition. Yeah. If you didn't earn it, you don't deserve it. Night Demon will go out and try to find a way to get it, but he will do so in the proper and correct ways, not by yes. lying to Bungie. So yeah, there, there's movies, there's artwork. It's always beautiful. Go check it out. Um, there are many fine animals that Hippie has <laughs> interspersed through the club. They're worth finding. I found That's the dogs. It. Oh, there, there, there's at least, I think, three in there. So you have to go on a scavenger hunt. No, I just like one dog. Just like Respawn has to go on a scavenger hunt for um, his, his, his report roundup. Well, before uh, we get to that, look, look, no, past the movies no, of the week. No, not before we keep going. Past, past the movies of the week, there is a Twitter picture that is hilarious. There's a box on the wall with a hunter next to it, and it's got a little sticky note that says, New Ammo from Shax. And he opens it up, and it's a bunch of hive worms that fall out of the box. No, I tell you, I tell you what, I tell you what's weird is the fact that we've got to three hours and twenty minutes, and we still haven't finished the show. We've got a response report roundup, which is chocked full of information. Uh, February twenty second. Here we go. Uh, Destiny Bulletin, the astral alignment bridge to the main tower is completed. Dun, da, da, da. Uh, Titan TF up says, what was the point of this? I guess I never paid attention. Destiny Bulletin says, exorcism mission is going to take place in the tower, I think. Uh, there is a new code, which I've already turned in. It is for the Tangled Web Universal Emblem Code. Um, this does work. I tried it. So it is Papa Kilo Hotel. Juliet, Lima, six, Lima, four, Romeo, and it's not a bad emblem. It's respawn approved. I recommend you get it. Uh, Colin Wheeler, gamut changes? DMG, gamut details coming next week. I want to set expectations now. The team is not tearing down and rebuilding the mode from the ground up. The team will illustrate goals and walk through some changes that we hope will improve the mode while addressing some player feedback. Stay tuned. Uh, you don't need to take a drink. He really didn't have anything to say. It's just how it is. Uh, I'm looking forward to modes not falling through the floor. Just tell me that's going to happen, oh my and we're God. off to a good yes. start. Please fix that. Uh, Cosmo, the only hunter I care about in Bungie. We won't be removing any Zer rep you have accumulated when Season of the Risen launches, it's currently a one-and-done system consisting of five full rank resets. If that ever changes, we will let you know. So, guys, for those of you out there trying to stress and get the last few levels of Zer to get the, um, the exotic ship, the exotic sparrow, and the catalyst for the... Uh, what's the Calhorn? No. Oh, the Forerunner. Forerunner, thank you. 
Um, don't worry about it. When when Tuesday comes and goes, you're still gonna have the same rank. So calm yourself. And activity. Yeah, you you you. It's not going anywhere. You're safe. It's just gonna continue on from where you are, as though nothing happened. Um, DMG says aiming for a fix on Tuesday, maybe delayed, but that's the goal. He's replying to Bungie Health that says due to an issue. We have disabled the Diamond Lance Titan Stasis aspect until the fix can be deployed. I believe it's because you can do infinite of them in yes. PvC, right? Yeah. Yes. I would yeah. have put a cheese video in there, but there's no point because it's disabled now. Uh, Destiny Bulletin. So the worm sequence from the Vidoc has a structure that is similar to the one we have in Savathun's Throne World. Neat. That's it. And then they show a before and after picture of Savathun and the picture they're talking about. Um, Destiny Bulletin. Weapon crafting currencies. You can have resident alloy, neutral element, ascendant alloy. That's the exotic one. And ruinous element. So we have another exotic thing that we're going to have to farm for. That's frustrating. Um, Destiny Bulletin says, new! Looks like players will be able to equip seasonal artifacts to defeat targets in Seasons of the Risen. Here's a quick comparison. Um, So our artifact might be the Glaive or something similar. This is misleading. I think they probably did this as a joke because the artifact happens to look like part of the Glaive and this guy's throwing a Glaive. That's probably just a joke. Don't look too much or into it, it. It could be something like you move over a section, and like we used to pick up the 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 Schwartz cannons. So it may be mm. like you, at this point you can summon your um, artifact and use it at this point for a given time, and then it goes away. Maybe um, Andrew Hops says, "In case you missed it, legendary campaign will be available at launch." Which Queen campaign missions are replayable? Exclamation point. On normal and legendary difficult at any time. Missions are made up of major encounters with free rally flags and reward chests similar to a dungeon. And the Witch Queen campaign on legend will be available from day one. Bringing That's what he's replying to. But yeah, there you go. Uh, Kevin OSX from the internet says, wait. The new origin perks are tied to the artifact and change each season? He is replying to Polygon saying Destiny 2's Witch Queen treats weapon upgrades like golf clubs. We spoke at Joe Goroth and at Blake Battle about the upcoming Destiny 2 expansion's approach to crafting. And they have a link, polygon.com forward slash a bunch of numbers. Yeah, 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 I've got it in the show notes, but there's a couple of highlighted bits there. Yep, DMG says Joe is speaking to mods on the seasonal artifact that can make some origin perks a little more enticing. Think particle deconstruction for fusion rifles made an archetype valuable for a season, but mod is removed at the end of the season. Origin perks will not be removed. There you go. So will this next part tell dum-dums like me what an origin perk is? Um, yes. Will it? Very good. Okay, yeah. Unlike the previous sunsetting system, all of the players' current weapons will still be viable in the Witch Queen and beyond. They'll just be slightly suboptimal. Please bring back my mountaintop! <laughs> that, that's completely opt- unoptimal. Come on, I need it! 
Players who prefer to roll with their old faithful weapons will be just as powerful as they are now, but they won't be able to take full advantage of the origin perks and their seasonal benefits. Origins are fixed perks on what Blackburn referred to as a family. And they'll start dropping on every new weapon starting in the Witch Queen. The new mm. Season 16... Oh, so it's a weapon perk. The new Season 16 weapons, which are Cabal-themed, will come with a new origin perk called Land Tank, which offers increased damage resistance after multiple kills. For crafted Season 16 family weapons, Land Tank is the one thing they won't be able to customize as it is tied to the gun's blueprint. So it is an additional perk tied to a weapon that you have no choice of, is what it sounds like. Cool. Okay, yeah. And it's not in the Intrinsic game now. Like, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was worried it was some perk we had now that they just were calling something I'd never heard before, but it is a brand new perk. That makes me happier. Adding a third perk to every gun will certainly get players interested in new weapons, but it doesn't get to the heart of why Bungie built the sunsetting system in the first place. Power creep! By building better and better items, Bungie locks itself into a cycle of steadily increasing player power, which is ultimately unmanageable. That's why Origin perks will take advantage of the seasonal artifact to alter the weapon meta each season. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, when you say a set of gear at 1520, are you saying that armor only five pieces or armor plus weapons eight pieces? Thanks. This is from Diogio, and Andrew Hobbs is replying. Each character class that completes every legendary campaign mission will acquire a full 520 gear set, all eight pieces. Sorry, 1520. That means all eight pieces. Can't detail too much more. We'll leave the rest for players to discover as they dive deeper into the power game. Which Boo is why they give you ah. they give you eight um, upgrade modules as well as completing that. So you get you the just blue gear. Whatever weapons and armor you have right now. Yeah, you can infuse yeah. it into whatever ones you want to. Love it. Uh, Andrew Hobbs is replying to Jason Olsen, who says at DMG... So Andrew Hobbs replied... Okay, whatever. Um, so Jason Olsen says, at DMG... Will we be able to replay the campaign on Legendary after completing it in the normal? I'd like to play through the story once and then the second time for a challenge. So Andrew Hops replies, yes, you'll be able to replay each campaign mission on Legendary or normal for challenge, nostalgia, and unacquired reward. Andrew Hops is a bungee person, right? I feel like I recognize that name. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Click, you bastard. Okay. DMG says, clarification on the 1520 drops from completed Legendary Campaign. The gear you receive will be of rare quality. That means what color? Pink. Rare. Blue. Depends on, depends on what color colorblindness setting you've got it on. Yeah, no, Respawn, you, no, you'll have no idea what it's going to be. It's still blue. It's just a <laughs> shade of blue. That's what you think. <laughs> the one thing that I do not have as colorblind mode is the green gear. It does not show up green for me at all. Um, uh, intention is that these items can act as an infusion fodder for your favorite gear or as a boost in power as you begin to earn other weapons and armor pieces Lord Salamont Simp Damn it. Uh, does it drop a full set upon completion or do you get pieces as you go through the campaign that's a great question you'll find some power bumps as you get through the missions via chests and ingram drops but 
1520 specific set comes upon completing the campaign at the legendary difficulty, aka at the very end, after you've defeated whatever boss is in your way, there's going to be a chest, chest opens, you get all eight pieces. Bam. And that appears to be the end of this week's roundup, ladies and gents. So, so Mr. Mr. Video Watcher, do we, do we have any videos that are watching at this point in the season, other than the ones we put in there to tell you how to do your Lost Actors and your Grandmasters oh, have, and all that good stuff? We have feedback, guys. Well, yeah, but do we have do we have any tips, tricks, guys, and builds before we get to the feedback? We don't. I, I'm just going to leave it that we've got so much stuff to do yeah. and get done. Or if you're not playing and you're just waiting for the Witch Queen, you do yeah. you. Look but at yeah, the show notes. Everything you really need is is there already. As I said, I've linked the DCP podcast uh, YouTube version if you want to watch that uh, with the Bungie devs and the Time Sausage Gaming Great Beyond Ship if you are trying to seek that out like me. But then I do have the rest of the Tangle Chore guides for anything else that's going away. Grandmaster Nightfall tips and tricks guides and then the rest of the other stuff in the links and um, useful yeah. Destiny stuff. Yeah. It's all there. So, yes, yeah, so we got some feedback. Oh, yeah. So the first one is from Hawkslayer. Says, I recently got back into Destiny 2 Crucible. I've tried weapon combo after weapon combo and figured out what I'm missing. I'm missing the messenger from Trials. Is there any way I can link up with you guys? I'll be more than happy to give you any of my info. And if you want a random D1 slash G2 veteran, I'll be more than happy to help you in any way possible. I love your podcast. I'm listening to it now. I just desperately need help to get this weapon. I'll be one billion times more. I'm sorry. It'll be one billion times more difficult to do with random, and none of my friends like to do trials. I'll be willing to make whatever deal will convince you to help me. Okay, so before we move on, Hawkslayer, you said that you've been listening to the podcast. Have you been watching any of our footage? Have you seen us play trial? You see, you see, he's not asking for flawless. He's just asking for someone to suffer with so he can He just earn... wants to talk to somebody, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he, if he that's what you're to... looking for, great. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no one, us. You know that, right? Nowhere, nowhere does he look for... Nowhere <laughs> does he say carry. Nowhere does he say adept. He just wants to, you know, get enough engrams to unlock the messenger. He's okay. not trying to actually case, go flawless. That's fine. I don't he mind just, he, just wants fr- he just wants friends while he suffers. That's all. We, are, we excel at, at suffering while being friendly. Sure. Okay. And that, if that's the case, then absolutely, we can we can probably hook up. Probably me and Parody and you, because time zone. Yeah. And you've only got the next couple of days, so right. Yeah. So, so anybody in the chat or anybody that that's been watching you, reach out to this guardian and see if you yeah. can help him. Or if not, wait until next season because the messenger's not going away. It's not being taken out of the loop pool. Yeah. There's no rush, and it might come with some new intrinsic stuff for trials. Don't forget, you've got intrinsic perks that are coming specifically for playing trials. So you may pick yourself up a a new God Roll messenger for next season. Um, And his Xbox gamer tag to anybody who wants to reach out and help him out is Hawk Slayer, and it's a three instead of an E in Slayer. Um, Sincerely, a struggling hunter. P.S. I'm on almost every afternoon. I have a good mic and good internet. I'm also 26, so not a squeaker. PSS, thank you for any help you're willing to do. Passion guys are awesome. I listen to you on Amazon Music. There you go. Dude, we appreciate the listening. I am more than willing to help you suffer through it because I won't play Trials alone. So as long as someone's there suffering with me, getting angry, whatever, then I'm I'm on board. 
Um, this one is from Weston Callister via Apple Podcasts. He says, best podcast in the world. I am a warlock, which are almost the best. And I just started and it's hard in some places. Cam call one, two, three, four, friend me and play with me soon. You got it. I will go ahead and add you. Um, and you're right. Warlocks are almost the best. I mean, just right there underneath hunters. You almost had it, but then you just. Until next season, when will they become the best? Season. As one has, has oh, spent God. all this time killing you. Um, no, don't yeah, get me wrong. Uh, I never I'm, said they were going to be the best. I said they were going to be gods. It just well, means hunters well, are going to well, be no. gods. Well, well, no, they're going to be the best because they're going to come out of the gate really strong, super powerful. Bungie's going to nerf them into oblivion. And then by like this point in the next season, they might have evened out to be, you know, reasonably reasonable and balanced. And yeah. Bungie stops like drunkenly swerving the car from one side of the road to the other with Hunter Balance or uh, Warlock Balance. With the exotics coming out, right? The Hunter Lay, uh, I'm sorry, the, the, the Warlock Legs, I knew were going to be busted, right? But I didn't think too much about the gauntlets until Night Demon pointed out the infinite turret build. And now I realize those also are going to be busted. So, yeah, That's no, the they're, they're going to come out the gate. Ground. They're going to come out the gate really strong. Um, and this is from It's Your Boy Corey. Hey, I just finished the newest episode on Spotify. Thought I'd add some help if needed. You can use the light.gg mobile app to see lore pages. Hmm. Hopefully this helps Arf deliver my favorite part of the podcast. Uh, I'm for a treat this week then. Yeah, he'll, he'll be delighted. He was both back and read lore. Uh, this is from Johnny Lunchtime. Query! Exclamation. If I haven't gotten the Dead Man's Tale Catalyst yet, with the presage leaving with Witch Queen, will it just be an inherent property or will I be screwed out of it on that weapon and have to get it from Xur? One of you replied with, they did say that the Catalyst would drop from Crucible, Strikes, or Gambit. And he's like, ah, gotcha. So additional info out there for you guys that didn't know. It's going to go away, but you can get it from one of those three main activities. Yeah, the Brassage yeah, quest is going away. But yeah, that and the Hawkmoon Catalyst both are going to be thrown into the playlist loop pool, a.k.a. run those things. It'll drop eventually. Right, I, I'd say pretty quickly, but that might just be my RNG. It, it'll drop for you sooner or later. If you don't have to do anything, just play the game. It'll show up. Um, Arf put some feedback in here for self-promotion. Um, for Mob Burns, absolutely love listening to Arf. Brandon replies, Rob Burns, yes, Arf is the best guest and the best lore expert. Brandon says, can't wait to listen. Again, you guys are in for a treat this week. Also appreciate the self-promotion there. Arf. Um, yep. And then last but not least, two Titans and a Hunter. Oh, wait, wait. Why did you link the show? Oh, Cassie. Um, oh, Deacon. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> I see. So there so so when Night Demon posts the newest episode on Twitter, Deacon replies, um, excuse me. Well, I don't well, think. What does he say? He says all your favorite hosts are back. Yes, including respawn and a returning not arf. To which Deacon replied, "Uh, um, excuse me. I don't think all the favorites were back, indicating that she thinks that she's a favorite." And then uh, and she is, which we have confirmed. And he says you can come <laughs> back anytime. And yes, she can. Absolutely. Because 
as we as we figured out, she's the real draw. We're just here to take up space. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, having Deacon and Phoenix on the same show at the same time with me, no. you, you just don't even come. I'm not, you're yeah, not I'm even going to turn up. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. won't be needed at all. Yeah, like he will just take that one off. He's like, I might edit it or I might just go out with like big explicit warning to the top <laughs> yeah, of that, it. Be like, no, we have look. an incredibly large podcast. We don't know who's going to show up. Could be my wife, could be Deacon, could be Phoenix, could be whomever. We don't know who's going to show up. It's going to be a big podcast with a lot of people. And a lot of stuff happening. So do look forward to that. It is coming up next week. What date? The 20... No, the 18th, right? February 18th. So six days from now. That is going to be a Friday. Uh, we yep. haven't picked out the time yet. Um, but be aware, I will be streaming it. So watch out for that stream. On uh, No one yep. responds in real life. American friendly. It's, and... it's always American friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'll probably be sometime... Sometime in the evening, U.S. Eastern time, because we're U.S. Eastern and U.S. Mountain, and yeah. uh, poor not Arf and Night Demon just have to stay up late and party with us. Like we've gotten up super early to party with them in the past. Party like it's 1999. You know, I'm forcing everyone to do a raid with me that night. You That's guys fine. can guide me through a raid. I, I, I need yeah. either Garden or I need the Deepstone Crypt. I, I'll do Deepstone Crypt with you. Garden, I know how to do it, but I just, I'm not a fan. So I'll do deep stuff. And some, well, I'll say breaking news, but something I've just come across on Twitter. Dun, dun, uh, dun. From Destiny Leaks, or Destiny 2 Leaks, says Freelance Gambit will be launching with the Witch Queen. That's interesting. Yo, Maybe helpful for some of those players what? that don't like going in against the four stacks. I do like I'm that. I'm excited to hear all about Gambit changes next week. And right now, I'm even more excited to tell you the most exciting news of the entire day. Go, 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 go. Thank you for joining us. Your Titan parody of Night Team and your Hunters No One Responds in Real Life. Your lore scribe is not ARF. You should email the show at two Titans and a Hunter at hotmail.com. Find us on Twitter at two Titans underscore Hunter. We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're two Titans and a Hunter. Listen to the show everywhere you can find it. We are everywhere. We're here. We're there. If there's a place to get audio and podcasts, we're there. We also can put the show on YouTube. You should watch it there. It's lovely. Night Demon puts in lots of good work. And uh, okay. next week, we're going to give you something else. It'll be even more chaos. And, and we will build hype. It's not going to be this. We'll be here. It'll be so much worse. It will absolutely be something. <laughs> until then, uh, say goodbye, gents. Cheers, bye. speak to you guys next week is it your birthday it is oh happy, happy birthday. birthday i didn't get a notification oh we're not friends on facebook i knew it was coming up and I, I, have, I, have, um, I also haven't been on facebook in about four or five years so yeah that wouldn't help you either i also don't make oh. a big deal out of it which is why i didn't tell anybody so don't feel bad well i it's hope you have a nice birthday yours. anyway all right no, we yeah. should we should have sung happy birthday to you. I, I need can. to be. Okay, ready? One, two, three. 
Happy birthday! How slow are you going? Well, I'm, you go. I'm asking. How about that? You go. Just, you go. just here. Each thing independently, fix it and post. Oh, yeah. my word. No, but he's going slower than me. I can't. Otherwise, he'll sound like a chipmunk if I speed it up. All right, the so, better. So, happy, happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you. Happy birthday, birthday to, you. to you. Happy birthday, dear birthday, dear parody. Happy birthday to you. Bam. Radio Gold. Thank you both. <laughs> Thank <laughs> <laughs> you.